Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as ever by Robbie, Plumped Pillow Bellicom, Sam, Comfortable Cushion Burns, and Ellie, Wet Blanket Sparrow. Today's, today's three have been provided by Cora uh, at the C4 on Twitter. Well, I can put out uh, chip pan fires with my body, so who's laughing now? That's <laughs> all yeah. I'm saying. If I'm a wet blanket... i got to say, no, 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 that's a, that's a good approach. That's I'm more it. powerful than the rest of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, less of a yeah. fire hazard. Yeah. Well. Well, well, well. Three hours in the ground. Ah, um, ah, it's ah. welcome back. Three little people falling into oh. the hole. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. We've taken a two-week hiatus uh, just before this. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> During which we mostly spend our time trying to dig ourselves out of a well. Mm. Um, but uh, hello, it's good. To, good, good uh, I, I imagine it's good to hear from you again. If you just said hello back to your headphones your uh your ipad like whatever device you're listening to we could have like half a conversation where they have to answer okay so this is actually a good point how have you been the last couple of weeks no that's fair that's fair we've um we've done well the 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 break's been nice what do you uh like have you been up to anything interesting oh that sounds dangerous Mm. Mm. Are you sure that goes there? That sounds unsanitary. Nah. Well, must never be afraid to experiment, I guess. Hmm. <laughs> Experimentation is very much the spice of life. Speaking of the spice of life, did you? Oh, right. Ouch. Well, I can see how that might be a bit of a problem. But regardless. I think uh, I think we should move away from such things as that. And before we pop off to the future, uh, welcome back again, everyone. We've missed you. We've missed you. And uh, for those who didn't catch the previous time, uh, we are currently on a new update schedule. Of uh, we are currently on a new update schedule, where we are doing three weeks on, one week off. Uh, with episodes coming up uh, on weeks one, two, three, but not four, week four. Uh, we'll encourage you to listen to another fine podcast in the TTRPG space. And then uh, on weeks one and three, there will be bonus content. So Ooh. when this comes out, there's going to be bonus content. But for episode one, four, five, you're going to have to wait two weeks. <laughs> so... On the, speaking of knowledge of what is yet to come, because you know we're still here in the past, it's time for us to demand of uh, future us what messages from the present. <gasps> it's future Jason with messages from the present. To begin with, we recently hit our two hundred thousandth download. Huzzah! To celebrate this, we'll be hosting a Q&A session in the next few weeks. We'd love to hear your questions, so if you have a question for us, please just stick it in the Google form we've put a link to in the description. All the information is there. Thank you all for 200,000 downloads. 
This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs, link in the description. We are an affiliate of dnddice.com, makers of beautiful specialty dice since 2010. Whether you need dice because you're masquerading as a vampire, calling Cthulhu, or are some sort of pathfinder gathering the magic munchkins, you can click through our affiliate link in the description and grab yourself or a friend some particularly sexy dice or a particularly sexy leather dice bag. We are also an affiliate of Zavi, fine producers of nerdy garments and handy household items. Remember, you can click through the affiliate link in the description and use code FLINTLOCKS20 to take 20% off clothing and FLINTLOCKS10 to take 10% off not clothing. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Pastor Jason. Gosh, you know, two weeks away and I can't actually think of anything pithy to say after uh, messages from the future. Not that I usually do. Lemons. 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 Bum. Indeed. Oh, yeah, more pith. Yeah. Mm. Also bombs. How much pith do It's time to begin Pithy bums Flintlocks <laughs> and fireballs <laughs> Our land stands on the sabre's edge Our cities are a powder keg Brother chains, brother, no one's free a life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs. The party have returned from their sojourn uh, to the Institute to try and figure out why the supply of new arms to the uh, revolution had been delayed and engaged in a number of other, uh, <laughs> other escapades along the way. But they have successfully returned. It is the 19th, I do believe, of falling leaves, uh, 1798. The, at, according to information from the future, the Orsirian attack on Newmark is due to happen in three days' time once their fleet arrives. Oh, also, the time when the Scarlet Winds are due to arrive to provide further naval support. However, the. Uh, <laughs> It seems that the reason the party originally came to Newmark is starting to boil over. The party, many, many episodes ago, and about two weeks ago, <laughs> about like, yeah, two weeks prior uh, for, mm. for the characters, came to Newmark to do a favour for, uh, for the tea dragon Lapsang. Lapsang is here on behalf of the Fisher Kings to establish uh, a new crime network uh, through the burgeoning new colonies. And in exchange for taking uh, Michael John Boot, uh, the uh, friend of the party, uh, uh, husband of Leo Leodon, uh, off the market for assassins, uh, the party agreed to expedite Lapsang's work here in Newmark 
by attempting to bring 50% or more of the city's gang population into the fold. The party have made a lot of splashes along the way, but the other gangs had taken advantage of their absence to prey upon perceived weakness and try and restore the status quo. This has not yet happened, but it has thrown everything into an uneasy um, not lack of equilibrium. As such, all the gangs have gone to the mattresses, so to speak. The, uh, in order to survive this, the Dead Eyes, who have already pledged themselves to the Fisher Kings, uh, are going to need allies or support, or at least some way of evening the odds so that they can come out ahead. The although the Sunset Girls are on board with this, they're frankly don't they don't have the numbers to control whole streets of the city, nor the inclination. So it comes down to the remaining three gangs. The primarily, um, uh, the pr uh, primarily kind of entrenched uh, orcish-based uh, gang, the Bowstring Boys. The primarily uh, the, ga uh, the gang which is based in the primarily uh, halfling districts of Five Friars, and the Thirty Cutthroats, uh, the gang which is primarily based uh, in the Stacks, uh, the area where a lot of the city's uh, goblins, hobgoblins, and bugbears live. The party have an appointment uh, in probably about an hour and a half by the time uh, they, uh, we, we clip in, with the, uh, the leader of the 30 cutthroats, one uh, Chen Jiang, whom they have not met. They have just been to speak with Owen Copperkettle, head of the Five Friars uh, family, uh, in his... Well, essentially his pub, uh, <laughs> the fretting fiddler underneath Cardigan House, owned by the Cardigan family, one of the two most uh, well-placed and influential halfling families in the city, the others being the Marais, uh, with, which the, uh, with which the party have had dealings in the past. You have just exited the fretting fiddler with after a thus far unsuccessful attempt to bring Copper Kettle into line, having his position being that he'll ally with, uh, uh, with Azra and the Dead Eyes, but only if he's the senior partner. What do you wish to do now? I really don't want him running anything. Oh no, I was no. thinking more like how does he end up dead? Um, no, that's happen. that. It's not really an option, is it? Is it an option? It could well, be an option. Well, the boys may do our job for us, but we can't um, uh, really. Oh, we don't rely want them that. in charge either. No, we don't. That's another point. <sighs> well, you See, do. You do know where they're located now. <laughs> you have a, you uh, have an address for the for the for the Bow Street Gym and Boxing Ring. If you want to check. Ah. Just How much don't time think have we got the gangs before our that call themselves the Alterians Orcs is the way to <laughs> no, go. Here. But, but I just had an image of like we go in there and causing challenges the leader to a boxing match, and it's amazing. No, but I'll tell you who would be very good at that 
fighty. I know, but you'd be amazing too. You'd be great. I mean, if if that's what it would take in order to get them to um, uh, back down, I, I, don't think I it wouldn't would. say no, but I don't honestly think that's going to be, uh, be it. Like, if I go in there and um, kick seven colours of shit out of their uh, leader, they're just going to dogpile me. No, but oh, like, but what, if, good what if he's betting, man? Hmm. What if we lose? <laughs> oh, if we lose, we're fucked. But that's been the case many, many times before and has never stopped us doing anything. Well, if I were to lose, I'd know that my uh, trusty companions here have my back. Yeah, Wouldn't but... Wouldn't they? Like, yeah. He looks at both of you. I know, <laughs> I'd leave. I'd leave you bleeding. <laughs> you see, you see but... Jeffrey kind of like shakes a fist encouragingly. <laughs> See, Jeffrey's got the right idea. Always, but if we <laughs> I never make thought a bet, I'd say that. If we make a bet and lose, it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. It has there's to no be. cheating or bashing your way out. I mean, there's some cheating. Mm, also, the bet that we'd have to make to make that work would have to be really quite in their favour. So if we did lose, we would really properly be fucked, I think. <laughs> yeah. Mm. We'd have oh, to, but like, it's so tempting. Should we just burn their gym down? No, huh? we don't. We don't just burn things down. We could just you burn things nothing down. Nothing from Olga. <laughs> burn the old no, woman my. in the woods. To the... No, I'm no, sorry. No. We should have burnt Olga in our house without beating her. That was the correct course of action. <laughs> but that isn't who we were. No, yes. it's not who we are we now. now but we still learned. should have done. Well, well. <laughs> Well, I absolutely uh, agree that that would have been a better way of doing it. I think, given what we uh, subsequently found out about Olga, I don't think it would have worked. Oh, no, it wouldn't have worked, but it still it would, would have been, really been a better though. option than... Oh, it was so funny. Mm. Mm. Well, better late than never, is all well, I can I suppose. say. That is that. We did manage it eventually. Yeah, well, I've still got to like, <laughs> find the fucking Holy Grail and bring it to Clara, haven't I? Mm. Yeah, but if anyone should have a holy grail, it should be Clara. That does actually um, remind me of something, though. Obviously not for right now, but I think it might be worth um, looking into at some point. What was the, uh, the the actual specifics of the deal she made that she couldn't talk about with us, otherwise she'd die? I mean, if that happened in a non-sanctum place, but I'd be amazed. But yeah, we should definitely try and find that out. I mean, oh nothing ventured, yes. nothing gained. Let's, oh, yeah, let's have a poke at that. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, not because. like now, but... Yeah. yeah. No, let's, let's prioritise it. <laughs> oh, it's just yeah. a feeling. Like, if, um, if the Reavers have a, uh, a connection to the Kraken, which is looking more likely, I want to know why it is she specifically wanted me to kill it. Yeah. Because um. obviously it would have served our purposes in some way, and that makes me uneasy. Yeah. On that tag, given what we were talking about the other week, I did wonder about having another little look at that day at Barnacle Point and sort of doing the scry saying, show me the, the Reaver attack on Barnacle Point. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. in yeah. case there was one, because if there wasn't, then I won't get anything. But obviously we'd have to word it properly, so it'd be that one, but... You know, the I mean, I've not heard of one before or since I left, but I mean, yes, absolutely. I just it'd be a way to tell if it did happen or not, you know. Yeah. Very much so. Yes. Um, and obviously, if if nothing is different, then we haven't haven't lost anything, you know. 
yeah, unless... I mean, unless there's one that possibly will happen. But, I mean, there's no way really to predict that. I was that, thinking of looking at the specific date. Yes. Wording it as the reason right. attacks that happened on this date, and then if there wasn't one, I'd probably just pop back up again, I'd imagine. Yep, fair. Fair. Well, the last right. time it happened, that would work as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, then we might get other information, I suppose. I, I mean, if they've ever yes. attacked, that would be worth knowing. It would, Yes, it would. Hmm. No, maybe you have a point there. We're more likely to get something useful. Good idea. Yeah. Definitely park both of those ideas for when we're next scrying. Yeah. Right. With regards to the uh, the bowstring boys, though, I think dependent on um, how our uh, appointment later goes, I think the the um, the thing to uh, to say to everyone is that. If the Orsirians attack, the Bowstringborns have sort of made it known that uh, they are going to uh, support the Orsirians because they stand to gain most by the Orsirians being in charge. I mean, is that a true thing, or are we just is that conjecture? Do we know that they actually? It's just support the way us? they refer to themselves as the Orsirians orcs. Oh no, it totally sounds like they will, but we don't know. This that. is I, I will point jump into point that you. Beyond that reference, you don't, don't have actually, you don't no. have any uh, any any further corroboration. Um, it yeah. is something we made up, basically. It, it, basically, yeah. There's good evidence. The series orcs could be the equivalent of saying you're the gentleman's gentleman. Ah, okay. Right. Or like, okay. you know, like someone, uh, so, someone in a, uh, 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 you know, the, ah, yes, I'm the real, I'm the real Englishman's Englishman. Which is why you should buy. Again, uh, which is why you should burn off cigars. I'm ready to make an lung, investment. The lung choking scent of burn off for the true English. Tastes like empire. Oh, God. Let's burn this content sorted then. No, 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 wrong universe, wrong not. universe. <laughs> no. <laughs> I jest. Mm. Oh, I suppose we could talk to them, but I already hate them. We haven't even talked to oh, them Oh, no, yet. I hate them. I think we need to wipe them out um, as a gang, personally. Yeah, me too. Which, if yeah, we get I enough mean, of the I, others I actually, on side, will I, just happen. I actually don't hate the uh, uh, the betting idea, but you're absolutely right in what you say, that you know we have to uh, be assured that either A, stick to it if we won, and B, we weren't in deep shit if we lost. Yeah. yeah. Also, Neither of which is guaranteed. If we go in there, realistically, we're going to cheat. And we can't really afford to burn all our stuff now in case it goes downhill and we need it later. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to cheat, wouldn't we? We wouldn't not be cheating. Mm-hmm. And we'd be cheating a bit in some way. Even if it was just... Oh, you know, we definitely... I mean, I, I'd be using magic. Um, I don't know about you, but I'd use even magic Even if it's just the rainbow spirit giving you a prod at the right moment, probably, yeah. Like, if anyone sighted, we're buggered. Hmm. Huh. Was a, if it's a boxing match, that's one thing. But I suppose um, are, are they uh, are they big on dueling of uh, of other sorts? Ooh, roll a history check, please. 
Okay. By any god, no. Uh, this is more cause of knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that is... Ah, oh, that's a six. Ooh. I mean, a six is enough for you to know that, like, there is an Osirian culture of dueling with, like, pestles. Um, mm. It's kind of high nobility. It's it's more like a gentry nobility thing. Um, but... <laughs> these people have you... a gym. A boxing gym. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, these people have yeah, a boxing gym. I was thinking gym. about, like... Um, wasn't there that um, Osirian noble who um, who ratified the uh, the rules for boxing? Hello. Yeah, but I don't think this is going to be that kind of boxing. No, true. But... And I mean, mm. I've, I've seen, seen boxing. It's going to be drag out, mark. bare knuckle stuff. I imagine. I've seen boxing when it's like not quite this like street boxing, but you know, still a fight. Everyone bleeds. It's yep. it's not fun. It's very nasty. I, I still think Foyty would be uh, more the person for that, but um... maybe that's our like option three if things go badly. Yeah. Senchung. Oh, that's a point. Foyty is a lining for you. Has uh, a, a waistcoat lining for you. Oh. <laughs> Screw you, Fighty has a waistcoat lining for me. I don't know where I got that information from. It just came just, to my head. You just suddenly remembered. <laughs> yeah. Should go poke him for oh, that. Oh, how conveniently remembered. Mm. Yeah. How long have we got till we meet the people? By this point, yeah, of having question. walked around for a bit, probably a bit over an hour. So, like, if you want to... Probably wanna... not enough time. Yeah, basically, if there's any, like, recon stuff you want to do, <laughs> anything if, like if that... If we've got an hour, I'll pop over and get my fucking waistcoat lining. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that takes, like, ten yeah, minutes, but... Yeah. Um, but I'm just looking at that. Um, also, do we have anything actually useful we want to do, though? Because that's not urgent. That's just... If we've got time, I'll pop in. We don't so... necessarily have to uh, talk to them, but doing some reconnaissance on the bowstring boys to get an idea of their numbers... Uh, might not be a bad idea. Hurt. Yeah... Yeah. Also, there we was need to know if we're talking name. like thirty people or five people or three hundred people. Don't we know? Probably that closer to three hundred. You 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 know from Azra that the like if you count all the foot soldiers, you're closer to three hundred. Um, but right. you, but honestly, you don't know a lot about like the central, like the structural organization that of of the bowstring boys. You don't know who the like who the, uh, the the top brass are, as it were. That's not information mm. you have. Okay. I mean, you know who the leader is. You know, there's Heinrich Jenks, and then that's about it. Right. Also, okay. before we go see the thirty. Cutthroats, yes, cutthroats. I just wrote yeah. thirty down. Just thirty. <laughs> that was helpful. The thirty. Really helpful. Thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when we left, there was that someone mentioned a name that they wanted to keep away from the meeting. Oh, like, that was so uh, much. Of... Sin? Yes. Yeah. I think so much of me saying, "Let's give them a message and tell them someone's trying to keep them away." I think they really could be funny. really bad for us, or it could be really helpful. But either way, it'll be funny. Could we try and meet them? Yeah, actually, that's not a terrible idea. I mean, that part could be part of the message. But, like, if we have half an hour, I swear, could could we just meet up with them and try and learn a bit more? Yeah. Worst try. They might be reasonable. They might... I mean, the reason they might want to keep them away is because they might be a crazed murderer. 
Hmm. I, I feel like I, sending might tell us a lot on that fact, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, it sounds like... Um, or they might be a child that just shouldn't be in the room. <laughs> But well, again, that would uh, ascending, you know, ascending like, would tell us that as well. Yeah, you'll be like, oh, okay, <laughs> maybe we don't invite you then. Hmm. What do we say in ascending? Right. Um, I mean, introduce ourselves if it's not weird. Yep. Yep. What do I get? Um, my heroes are found here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we mentioned that we've got a meeting and that we heard on the, like, I want to say wind. That's not a phrase. Um, grapevine? Grapevine? Do they grow grapes around here? Uh, not here specifically. I suppose but I think it doesn't really matter, does it? It's a fr- we heard. <laughs> Thank you. I got I got distracted again. It happens a lot. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it a lot, but I thought we might be there all day. So. Um. Oh, we would have been. <laughs> yeah. We'd have been in a library looking up whether or not grapes grow locally. <laughs> Realistically, that's what the end game was there. Probably. I think that's more of a Thunder's Which Watch thing. Sounds like a lovely day, but we do actually have like a life and death situation to deal with. <laughs> yeah, rather. Oh, we could ask Inky's friend. Oh my that's, god, we, so we what need... are we saying to this person? I'm, done, <laughs> done, I'm, I'm aging here, and I'm an elf. All right. Like, come on. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We heard... We have a meeting with um, um, the other one. Sen Chung. Yeah. And we heard whispers, there's a good one, whispers, that mm-hmm. they were to be kept away. We'd like to have a little chat in advance if that's yeah. okay. Yeah, or we thought a... they should have a heads up at the very least. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to send a really weird sending now, so get excited. Look at the okay. Ask about right. grapes. Ask about. I can't ask about grapes. Stop. St- <laughs> you do this to me when I'm about to send. You say something really weird, <laughs> and then when I'm sending, if I've got like three words, I'll just be like, "How are the grapes?" And it's just <sighs> keep doing this to me where you just make me say weird things because I get nervous. <laughs> okay. I look at the rainbow spirit. Want to do fancy ascending? Do you want to try? Okay. Excellent. Um, come here then. <laughs> Bundle of rainbow yeah. threads come together. Celestia Stardust Scamp causing Jorge's here. Meeting with Tenchung in an hour. You're not invited. Fancy meeting before? Bye. <laughs> Very soon, you got the bundle of, sp- uh, of spirit. I wasted returns. a lot of words early in that sending. I was like, I need to say this really sure. <laughs> and you uh, and you get a response of. <clears throat> well timed. I'm a little. Busy right now. Go to the meeting. I will find you there. Just keep them talking. Thank you. That was weird. I relay. 
Huh. Hmm. Keep them talking. Go off ahead. Perfect. I'm good at small talk. I'll ask about grapes. Fair enough. Did they sound like they needed help, this person? They sounded more kind of annoyed. Okay, not actually in peril, yeah. Yeah, just more like... Like, like uh, the, yeah, there's there's a definite sense of, like, Ugh, annoyance yeah. and frustration. Mm. Well, we've just created a fun situation for ourselves, haven't we? I love it. We I do love tend it too. to do that, yeah. Mm. All right, well... This was probably really stupid, but I'm excited... Oh yeah, no, yes. we've made life much more complicated for <laughs> quite a, a few people, and I can't wait. Mm. It's well, probably it's... us. I can't wait to find out who's <laughs> going to be worse for. Never a dull moment, is it? Right. Okay. So um, I think we should use the uh, the time we have left to go and uh, do a bit of a reconnoiter. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll pop over to Fighty and meet you there. No problem. Best use of time. Yeah. All right. Excellent. So, I'll pop over to Fighty and then I'll meet them there I'll like, briefly pop- ten minutes later. Yeah. I'll briefly describe you arriving to speak with Fighty. Excellent. Um, you head back to the ship. Uh, Fighty, who is kind of... Who Ask him if he wants a fight point. with some people. Yeah. Ask him if he wants mm. a boxing match. <laughs> I probably will ask him just in case. <laughs> Fighty, later in the day, uh, uh, who by this point has woken up, um, is looking out over the railing. Uh, when, as you're rowed back to the ship. Oh, Celestia. Hello. Good to see you. How are you doing? Oh, all right. Had a bit of a lie-in this morning. Uh, long, long couple of nights. Uh, I have... Oh, how so? You all right? Oh, just commission work. Fair. That sort of thing. Um, I have a waistcoat lining for you. Uh, Thank you. Definitely need your thoughts on what you want for the... Uh, decorative uh, choicing. I was thinking yes. maybe flames of some sort, uh, but up to you. Still got a little bit of the uh, uh, of the thread left. Like purple flames feels kind of badass, <laughs> especially because you know we're fighting a nightmare and that. So let's yeah, fuck it. Purple flames on the waistcoat. Yes, right. it look amazing. I'm going to give you this. Um, Lining now. Bring it back to me later in the day when you've got like an hour free, and I'll put all in embroidering on. Thank you. For the moment, if you come into the cabin I'm renting down here, mm-hmm. takes you into his cabin and removes a. It looks like well, it looks much like a waistcoat, although it's purely in a lining. But it is this beautiful, glistening purple silk interior. Seems to be a little bit cushioned as well, uh, and kind of takes your waistcoat off you, and very deftly, very quickly, just hand stitches the lining into the uh, into the waistcoat. <clears throat> right now, let's You're so fast. That's fascinating. Practice. Oh, that's so much envy. Practice <laughs> makes perfect. Um, now, a little bit about how this one's gonna. Uh, uh, Best effects for this. So I've been took a little bit of time to uh, work on this, and as I said originally, you've kind of got a passive sort of uh, deal, and something you can do a little bit more directly. So I've you'll see that uh, I've put a you points to the front of the waistcoat where you can see at the moment there's a couple there's uh, five 
uh, very small, like little purple crosses marked on those uh, on the lapels of the waistcoat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to blend those into the uh, flames design for you, so that they'll be concealed. But he kind of takes one hand and demonstrates, and then the other, rather than doing both. You want to brush your thumbs down the waistcoat lapels like this, both at the same time. To okay. If you don't do that, uh, it's fine. Your lining is still in place, and it's gonna, it's gonna, well, it's gonna do its best to soak up any fire uh, or heat that might otherwise, you know, want to cook you. That's that's kind of comforting, hmm. actually. Uh, kind of, it'll just try and it's a hungry sort of flame, but it'll actually kind of try and eat up the flames that come into you. If that makes oh, sense. Interesting. So it like stores it. Kind of, bit like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so when you want to use it though uh, thumb, thumbs down the lapels to the same time uh, the uh, yeah but don't do it right now nope I wasn't going to Good. don't worry because uh, you can only do this you do this about uh, once before you sleep mm. and at that point the thread will unspool and it'll form into Honestly, not 100% sure yet, because uh, it's your thing, so uh, it's kind of... Don't say that, that makes it sound really scary. Well, I know it's you'll... Uh, that's a little bit of a tricky one. See, it will be really scary. Uh, it'll probably oh, be fire of some description. Uh, but the good news is, so long as you maintain your concentration on it, uh, you'll stay in control of it, and you can kind of direct it. Uh, don't break your concentration or it'll take an hour for it to revert back into thread. Uh, if you still got your concentration, you can dismiss it at any time and it'll return to being your waistcoat. Right. Okay, don't run the thumbs down my lapels by accident at any point. Um... Not... But it's designed so that you have to do both in particular. Um, if it would help, I can... Come on, come on, take some stitch... Uh, his thread and, like, complexly stitches something that you can't even see. Uh, you see... It's weird. You see Fighty rummage around in his coat pockets, pull out a spool, which appears to be empty, hooks a needle, stretches out, Nothing, as far as you can tell, mm. but he seems to be able to judge it. Bites off with a, t- a, a, a length off with his teeth and stitches something invisible into the interior lining. Okay. When you want to use it, tap your thumbs against the top of the lapel twice, then run your hands down. Okay. Right. That's pretty hard to do by accident. It is, yes. That's, that's, that's a bit more specific. That's good. It's quite scary, if I'm honest. I mean, yeah, but no more so than the uh, stuff I made your waistcoat out of originally. Yeah, but you made this one out of my nightmares, so specifically. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, any tips on not making them be nightmares but real life? Um... Or do I just suck it up and hope it's okay? It's important to remember that you are ultimately in control of these. Provided you don't lose your attention, your concentration, in which case they'll just go a bit wild. 
How, like, how wild is a bit wild? Like, just... Probably revert to doing whatever they do normally. Right. Oh, dear. Well, hmm. but, this, is, this was an interesting decision uh, hmm. thing to but get, But if you it? never use it, uh, you can get toasty without being as toasted. This is true. It's probably going to be really useful at some point. Hmm. Just, and actually, you know, feeling, feeling it against your shirt, um, the waistcoat is comfortably warm. And it's weird, Ooh. it feels like little ripples of warmth, like you're near a, fire, a crackling fire. Well, that's really nice, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm. Made it to be comfortable. It's extremely comfortable, you did well. Just one thing to be aware of, while it's out, you don't get the fire protection. It's neither or thing. Okay, so if I'm doing fire... I'm not protected from fire because it's out doing things. Mm-hmm. But if it's here, it's fine. Yep. Right. Okay. Uh, thank you. Not a problem. Oh, by the way, um, just in case, this isn't like definitely mm-hmm. happening. It was just an idea that we were kind of floating around in the weird ideas to save the city pool. Um, I don't suppose... If there were hypothetically a boxing match with a big scary orc on offer, you'd be interested. Honestly, normally I would be, but um, he holds up the empty-looking spindle. I just had to get this, and you would not believe how much of a fight it is to get this. Right. I'm actually... I'm giving at least myself at least a night off. Before I, oh, before I do any more, uh, before I get another fight. And I know that doesn't sound much like me, but, oh, must have been quite bad. I mean, yeah, but I'm a tailor. Are you injured? Ah, ribs heal. <laughs> right. Um, if I have magic left at the end of the day, I'll help you with that. But I'm really worried that we're going to get into some kind of giant gang fight. So. Oh, it's all right. I've got a set of... Um, I'm actually... Taps his shirt. I've actually got a bunch of... Uh, it's like a compress that's made out of... You know what? It's better you don't know what it's made out of. What but, is it made out of? Tell me immediately. <sighs> okay, so there's a particular swamp in the Dreamfold that's, full, that's just got pools of constantly oozing blood. And that's about as far into detail as you want me to get into. I'm good, yeah, you know, about I'm fine. how I got the fabric for that. What are you making? Oh, th- these these are just good for uh, healing broken ribs. Only work for me though, because there's some my blood in them. Right. You know, I thought I had questions, but I'm fine actually. Mm. 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 <laughs> well, thank you for the scary waistcoat. Um, it's all right. It's, uh, oh, it was. Uh, it was certainly an invigorating project to work on. Did it give you dip? Ah, a few burns, but nothing uh, solved. Can't solve. Your job is way scarier than mine, M- mind you. Mm. He I shrugs. Have a few jobs. Reaches over to this to the sideboard, uncorks a bottle of beer and strings in. Mm. Well, have a good day. Anyway. Yeah, have a good one too. I'm gonna to take a bit of a drink, a bit of a rest. Have a good nap. I'm jealous. Nap for me. I'll make sure to catch eighty winks. Do. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
You actually him. hear him like flop into the hammock and kick the door closed. So fire resistant. You're fire resistant, and uh, once per day you can use uh, an action to conjure something. <laughs> conjure something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Something. And yeah. Uh, Perfect, let's do that at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, that, that something is under your control. Uh, for as long as you concentrate, you have to concentrate on, on it like you're concentrating on a spell. So you can't have a concentration spell at the same time. That makes sense. Yeah. And while you are concentrating on it, you can dismiss it as an action. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Meanwhile, what were the pair of you doing to uh, prepare for your for, for your for your recce? How are you? How are you reconnaissancing? Okay, so we know more or less um, where it is geographically. Mm-hmm. Can we uh, walk past it and then climb up an adjoining building? Sure. Uh, I need a stealth check from both of you to kind of nonchalantly walk without drawing too much attention um disadvantage unless causing uh stows uh his his weapons in a bag of holding or something yeah yeah i think i would for this because we don't want to draw attention to ourselves so you plus the fact it's like you know we want to look like we're just going somewhere else yeah you you are for the purposes of this particular point you only have a pistol and your, your sack your boot sacks because right, the other okay, stuff is cool. a bit obvious. Um, okay, can I have a stealth check from the pair of you initially, and I'll get one from Celestia in a few minutes when she joins you. Okay. New dice. Ha-ha. New dice who this? <laughs> this uh, one's got a, a bluebird in it, and it rolled badly. <laughs> this one's all right, though. That's a 19. Okay. I have advantage because of my cloak. Yeah, and pulling the hood of your cloak up, um, you kind of slightly distract. Uh, uh, attention is diffused a bit from you, Scamp. Uh, so the pair of you go to take, uh, kind of do a bit of a walk around the Bow area. So the Bow Street uh, gym and boxing ring uh, is very much. Sorry, I've just looked in my inventory and seeing that we have a potion of giant strength so if we do need a boxing match <laughs> yeah. oh. give it to Corzin oh. yep. <laughs> I forgot we had it I was doing that thing where I was like I'm just going to look at my inventory and see if I have any brainwaves um, but anyway please carry on by all means it's alright uh, it's actually oh, it's in, so um, tempting uh, so you, it's all the way in, in Bow Central so fairly in the middle of the Bow District and Bow is interesting like um like with Five Friars, sections of it are poorer, sections of it are richer. Bow, uh, Bow Central is the nicer part, with it getting uh, with uh, housing getting a little rougher towards the towards Bow East and Piper Docks, where the where the, uh, where the wharves are, and also towards Bow West as they start to get really into um, uh, as they start to. Frankly, butt up against five friars. Uh, 
You find yourselves manoeuvring onto Bow Street itself, though, which runs through Bow West and Bow Central. And on that west and central border, you find a very sturdy-looking brick building, red brick building. Oh, well, that's um, not going to burn easily, is it? Indeed. Uh, it is... Uh, it's actually, In a way that is not unlike... Um, I'd actually say not unlike the uh, Dead Eyes, there are two buildings, uh, one on either side. The heavy brick, uh, solid brick back of the structure is where you can see the boxing ring and gym are. And it's basically a sort of rectangular building um, with some sort of, with what looks like a bit of housing on top, uh, apartments and the like. But out around the front, there is what appears to be a club of some description. Probably a, uh, also a sort of cafe and light restaurant during the day, but you can see that there is a stage uh, inside. Uh, and although there's... Every, in most places, things are a bit shut up, the club itself... Um, the, uh, <laughs> uh, the club itself, the bowstringer, uh, is actually currently packed with daytime, uh, well, daytime uh, patrons. A lot of people, uh, a lot of them quite heavy set, a uh, mixture of orcs, half orcs, and humans, are sat around eating sandwiches, drinking tea. Um, it, some places it's quite fancy sandwiches and tea. Other places it's more like you know builders brew. Uh, and some hmm. uh, and a thick bit of ham between some slices of bread. Uh, there is, and there, there definitely seems to be um, almost a hierarchy with some of the uh, with, with uh, some of some of the ones closer to the stage, better dressed, uh, often with some with caps or uh, or hats. Uh, whereas those in the outskirts tend to be a bit more roughly dressed. The stage is actually occupied, and you can see that there is currently a quartet of uh, stringers playing, uh, all orcs in um, suits, essentially. Well, not suits, it'd be uh, kind of like waistcoats, shirts, and, uh, shirts, and in a couple of cases, frock coats, although they've actually taken them off and rolled them against the chair. And you can see that there is a classic quartet, two violin, viola, uh, double bass, and cello. Uh, and they're playing a fairly jaunty sort of uh, tune. Uh, it's not quite like, you know, jazz hasn't really come in yet, but it's a, it's like, think, think of like a, a fairly jaunty sort of uh, 18th century uh, pub uh, type music. Um, which is probably not like the club tracks, which is why I'm not going to play them. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> However, much as with the Five Friars, everyone here appears to be some degree of old. 
there's a lot of conspicuous bulges um, hey. around the waistline. Hey. Uh, but off on the side, so probably not dicks. Um. Uh, <laughs> uh, are some people more openly carry like you know thick Bowie knife-like blades in their boots? Uh, some are there's less very obviously carried like long arms like there were in the uh in the five friars but there's more space to hide a blunderbuss here uh and you can see if again some like long rectangular bulges down people's sides here and there the the bowstring boys are in force right now um you take the opportunity to blend into a, gra- a group of people who are actually, um, basically because of the time of the day, you're able to get a lunchtime crowd who are ru- running out of the factories, which are still working, or, or the docks, and use that as an opportunity to move through the streets without your distinctly non-orcish silhouettes uh, showing up. You do get a glance through at, uh, at the back of the boxing ring, and you can see that there are some figures inside again, Probably more um, uh, a lot of orcs, uh, but there is what appears to be um, not so much an actual fight, but like some sparring or the like in progress inside. Uh, it's a bit hard to peer through the windows. Uh, if you want to try and do that without getting close, you can make a perception check with disadvantage. Worth it. I'm... <laughs> I mean, got, um, I'm here, I might as well. I've got anyway. Oh, so, just a straight roll. What a waste of a 20. That's a 5. <laughs> okay, that's... Uh, it's a 26. 26. Scam? Um, there are sandwiches, I'm distracted. Also, the sandwiches, <laughs> you're kind of like a bit hungry. And also, uh, most of the windows... Because the, the, uh, the, the gym itself is like kind of half set into the like the basement level um the windows up are actually on like all at street level so you're actually a bit tall to see through them clearly mm. you know uh, that'd be really helpful in this situation fucking pigeon <laughs> <laughs> yep. a mural is very useful thank you very much I mean, it could sneak in there if we need to. Because it's got speed. eyes on his ankles, he's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Literally do, yeah. <laughs> you get a bit of a glance. You can see that there's a couple... So you get a good look inside. You can see that there are a, a good shot of the two orcs in the centre. Uh, one of them is... Uh, both of them are just in shirts cuffs roll back to their elbows uh, and they have like wraps around their hand uh, around their knuckles and are jabbing at each other uh, both of them look reasonably well dressed but you know waistcoats uh, waistcoats off sleeves rolled up uh, and their fight one of them uh, is they're both orcs uh, one he has yellow gray skin brown eyes slicked back gray hair um, and looks like he's probably maybe in his 40s or so, and quite pronounced tusks as well. He's got a strong underbite. Um, honestly, Corzin, roll a wisdom check, please. Wisdom check, okay. Oh, dear, that's a six. 
looks like he's a good fighter. You can't really measure the distance between the two, uh, but they seem to okay. both seem to know what they're doing. Uh, like from you're you're peering through a small window and you're not you've not seen an extended fight, so you don't have necessarily have a big sense of like uh, of who's the better fighter. Uh, the other seems legit. Yeah. Uh, the other person uh, who's in the fight at the moment. Uh, you can see is uh, this is actually another male orc. Um, sorry, actually no. This one would be this would be a, a female orc. Uh, she isn't actually. Uh, she's uh, she's a little bit bigger, a little bit broader. Uh, has got a greenish tint, uh, a grey tint to her skin, um, and you can see there's like a like a bit of a bit of a wild grin to her. Uh, she's not, but she's not boxing. Uh, she has what looks like a, a length of wood, like maybe an axe handle or something, and is like swinging it at the other orc, while the other orc is like ducking back and like batting it aside and trying to get jabs in regardless. So she's got a solid range uh, at reach advantage. Um, there, there are a number of other orcs uh, watching from the sides, but a few stand out that you can see. Uh, you can see, I think this would be one, two, three, four additional orcs that kind of draw your attention. Three of them are obviously armed, uh, and they are leaning back against a bar uh, and having like a, 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 a late morning kind of noontime drink. One of them uh is a an orcish woman who's a little little sl- more slender than some of the others uh still pretty muscled they're all kind of they're all pretty built here uh but she looks like you know she she looks like she has more of like a like a fences build or something uh and that is borne out by the fact that she does appear to have a cavalry saber of all things mm. as a hip uh displayed quite proudly uh she's kind of Clinking, uh, whispering over to uh, a beefy, slightly uh, a beefy-looking orc uh, who's like bald, has a kind of like one of the you know you, you ever meet those people who just have a perpetually slightly wide-eyed look. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, he's got a like uh, sh- uh, the uh, the lady with the saber who I'm going to call saber. Well, she's in like a nice long coat. Uh, she's got a nice, a nice sort of long coat and waistcoat going on. Um, this chap, waistcoat, rolled back sleeves, and you can see his weapon of choice because it's uh, it's lent on the bar. It's it's been some time since you've actually seen this, but um, it's a butcher's knife tied to a stick. Right. It's not tied to. It's literally a knife on a stick. It's doing a Tomb Raider. Knife on a <laughs> stick. Knife on a stick. It's yeah. It's been a while since so you uh, since you've seen someone with just a knife stick for a weapon. Uh, this pales in comparison, though, to someone who uh, uh, next uh, next to him, uh, a, a quite built looking orc woman, who is who would not be out of place in your armory. You can see that she has um, she has two pistols at her hip, but she also has a pair of long arms uh, slung across her back. 
one of what peering through and looks like a rifle which she's acquired um probably stole uh, probably taken from that initial uh, run of uh, uh, of weapons that were brought into Newmark and it's not exactly a blunderbuss but it is but sized up she appears to have an elephant gun wow, wow. next to what? yeah <laughs> so and she's leaning back and, like sipping and uh, uh, and just studying the fight how big is an elephant gun um like vaguely. I mean, what I have in my head is like a very long barrel, double barrel shotgun. Yeah, that's kind that of what you're thinking. They're like really like that, but it's a single barrel. Oh. Okay. It's it's an over it's an oversized friggin' weapon. They're really like fat as well. Aren't they? Yeah, they are. This thing is yeah. this is meant for launching wide bore ammunition mm. uh, uh, at the large bore ammunition at elephants and possibly dragons. So we must be thousands of miles away from the nearest elephant. <laughs> you don't know what you like. I mean, you know, you've not been into the into the wide uh, plains of Sunder. We also don't know what okay. Reginald's up to right now. So true. You know. uh, true. 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 <laughs> the last one almost draw, doesn't get your attention. Uh, he is slighter built than Evans uh, Saber. Um, and you, but you see, just slinking at the back, uh, like at the edge of the bar, having a quiet drink to himself, watching, is an almost ordinary-looking orc. Like compared to, like, cause there is all, there's more than these six orcs in here. There's like a bunch of what you'd, what you might call spear carrier orcs, and he blends mm. in with them. Uh, he's just got a waistcoat, rolled up sleeves, and a drink. But two things that stand stand out to you. One are the pair of knife uh, of uh, knife hilts that you can see in his boots. But the other, on the arm, uh, and you see it as he lifts the arm, his arm to get a drink, is he's got an arm tattoo of a noose around a grinning skull. Mm-hmm. That just seems to seems to bring to your attention. And it's about this point, uh, studying these, that Celestia arrives. So uh, can I ask for a stealth check, please? Yeah, I also don't know where the other two are, so that's fun. But... Oh yeah, you're wandering in to like, try and find I feel find like them. I've got my like, stern on the side of my head. I'm just like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Till like, you wait, want to be messages back. Near the bar. Near the bar, I can't thing. see you. The boxing, the boxing thing. There's a, like... We're up over here. Um, why is it... That doesn't yeah, help. Um, I can't see you. You can't the... just say over here. <laughs> near the boxing ring. Look, yeah, outside I'm, the boxing club. I'm near there. What did you roll? <laughs> I rolled. Actually, rolled decently. There's no excuse for how stupid I'm being. Um, I rolled a twenty-one. Okay, you were actually you actually do a pretty good job of uh, like you know uh, not drawing too much attention to yourself, which is impressive. Uh, which really. is impressive. It helps that mm. the uh, that the you do that as you come around a corner with a, with a crowd. You see that the quartet are picking up a particularly jaunty tune, and a few people are like tapping their feet, drawing their attention. So you take advantage of this to wander up, and you actually just fall on bump into Corzin from behind because you're not looking <laughs> down. All right, there you are. Hello. <laughs> When you said here, you meant here. Hmm. I guess. Yes, I mean actually here. 
three of you like shift into a little alleyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of entrances, then uh, the entrances into the boxing ring are uh, to the boxing arena uh, uh, gym. There is like the actual. There's the front front entrance, which is the cafe side, uh, and, the, and you think there's a couple of. Uh, you saw some doors that lead in from the cafe area, presumably into the back. There appears to be uh, some sort of rooftop entrance because there are there are at least some uh, orcs up on the roof, uh, presumably serving as rooftop guards, and there are two entrances into the gym: a side entrance and a pair of double doors. What do we do? I don't know. Are we gonna just drop in and say hi. Have we got time to drop in and say hi? Do we want to say hi? Might be worth it just to scope out our options. Yeah, I suppose. Um, possibly best going in through the um, uh, through the cafe if we don't want to be um, uh, caught sneaking about. I mean, the cafe did... is full of orcs having sandwiches at this point. Yeah. I think the we... best cover would be to buy a sandwich. I was actually going to say a similar thing, which I can't believe, but I was. I was going to say, what if we just pop in, grab a sandwich and watch a bit of boxing and see if anyone comes and talks to us? Yeah, worth it. I mean, right. the, the people that we need to talk to are definitely aware of us by this point. That's half the problem. Oh, but yeah, that's true. Well, let's go and get ourselves a sandwich then. Yes! Okay, head out, um, and you get uh, you, they, they do some decent sandwiches here actually if you can afford them um, for the princely sum of uh, two coppers each. Uh, uh-huh. You are able to get a. It's weird. So it's like it's basically like a round boiled bread thing <laughs> like like okay. a hole in the middle <laughs> it's, it's a bagel <laughs> which has been sliced in half and then filled with uh, okay let's see lettuce uh coleslaw red cabbage mm. cheese uh a, a second cheese uh which is a little bit uh, creamier and melted um Bacon, uh, what appears to be salt beef, Bacon mustard, and salt beef. oh yeah, <laughs> and salt beef, uh, mustard, uh, a, a a layer of gherkins, mm. and some sort of salsa. It's thick enough that there has to be that there's a couple of like skewers going through them. Okay. The 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 half orc lady at the at the at the counter is like. That one, that one's the special. Great, then, Thank you very much. Very right. special. Could I have one for my monkey too, please? Four then, please. She like gives you raises an eyebrow at the monkey, but do you want that as a child portion or? Nope. Mm-hmm. Nah. Okay, that'll be another two. Co- uh, uh, He'll take two your finger if you try and give him children's portions. Or <laughs> he'll just eat mine, which is his favourite trick to do. <laughs> It's really galling. He eats my food and then he shits it out in my bag. Please take that your seem... please 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 take your bagels and you can and there's a uh, if you can find a seat. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she just at that, at that comment about monkey shitting just like gently ushers you 
the side. Uh, there is actually a lack of seating, so you kind of have to stand against the side, but mm. uh, with your uh, with the, with the little plates uh, that they give you. To, actually, no, it's just be just a bit of uh, fabric that you kind of eat with, um, wash it and wipe your hands afterwards. About halfway through your sandwiches, then uh, an orcish. Uh, an orcish woman in a waistcoat uh, and rolled up sleeves comes by. <clears throat> Good morning. Morning. Mr. Jenks uh, cordially invites you uh, to uh, join him for a drink in the bar. Ah, oh, how kind. Um, Thank you very much. Well, we are available. Those are good sandwiches. Hmm. They're very they good. Are, feel free to bring them with you. Mm. <clears throat> the uh, the orcish lady, uh, who you actually, uh, yeah, actually, I'm going to say that you you do recognise her, um, causing uh, upon seeing her. She's pretty. Uh, she, uh, so she's actually pretty built at the moment. Um, she. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you recognise her. Her voice is a little bit calmer than you expected, uh, because you can see she's got a bit of um, she's got a, 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 she's got a couple of bruises showing up. Is appears to be the lady who was fighting with the axe handle uh, <laughs> a few minutes before. Uh, she gives you a grin. You can see there's a gap on one tooth, and beckons you in. You find yourself uh, coming into uh, through the side entrance of the uh, through the back entrance of the um, of the cafe, down a little hallway uh, where a couple of orcs who are leaning against the wall, kind of like cleaning their nails with pocket knives, glance at you as you pass, and then into the boxing ring and attached a bar. Um, there is you can see toweling down is the orcish man you saw before uh, with the graying hair. And as he kind of wipes the sweat from his face, he looks at the... Ah! So! Envoys of the Fisher Kings, am I right? Yes, hello. Been, I am frankly insulted that you did not appear sooner, but I am glad to see that you are, have come to grace my humble little gym with your presence. Well, as you may have heard, we have been out of town on business, unfortunately. Of course, and so glad to see the three of you returned. Uh, can uh, can I uh, have... Uh, can I get you something to drink? Uh, light it's dark. fucking Robert De Niro, and I just thought... <laughs> 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 Robert De Niro, the orc. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, this man is played by Robert De Niro. Anybody else? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hearing it. Yep. I'm definitely hearing it. <laughs> write that down as my as my voice note. Much easier. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, sorry. Do you want the uh, light, dark, or do you like? Oh, dark, please. Um, looks to the two of you. I'll go dark as well. Can I have another of these sandwiches? <laughs> I'll see about getting you one. Uh. X, could you get him to bring the kid in a sandwich uh, knife? Looks back and you see the one with the knife stickers behind the bar. Polishing some <laughs> just some glasses. <laughs> and gets uh, and is already pouring a pair of dark uh, uh, dark ales. Yeah. Now, that's Numok's service for you. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you very much. Oh. I'd 
introduce myself and us, but I think I think you probably already know. How your you? reputation precedes you. Very, As does yours. Very fine fighting during uh, during that whole uh, incident with the skeletons and so on. Of course, me and mine were back looking after uh, streets on our side, but we were very impressed to see all of the light shows and everything. Yeah, big day that. Hmm, and uh, I can see that. Uh, Azra's association with you has been very profitable. Yeah, it's helped in certain areas. Well, Mm, yeah, in some ways. I just want you to know whether uh, that's not a problem for us. What is it they say when the river floods, all boats rise? Nice attitude. Indeed. Of course, I cannot but notice uh, that... uh, Stringo, uh, my my man Stringer tells me that uh, you've been talking to Copper Kettle already. You look on over and you can see the one. Uh, it's not really apparent who he's referring to because he doesn't look. But Corzin, you look over and the one with the uh, noose and skull tattoo is busy packing up a violin. Yeah, the name Stringer. I am looking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I feel like. I did it in person, so I feel like what happens is Celestia does a sort of involuntarily distasteful face at the mention of him and tries to cover <laughs> it up. Not a, not a violin fan? Oh, no, sorry. The violin, I actually have one. Um, ah, little kit one. Yeah. Very nice, very Useful nice. Useful for the days where you can't carry everything around, you know? Uh, oh, no, I mean, that you've wasn't... got so many instruments, of course. Getting through doors can be an issue. No, 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 that that wasn't yeah. the face at all. Uh, Mr. Copper Kettle wasn't the biggest fan, if I'm honest. Ah, well, he can be a... Uh... He needs someone to talk to, to work through his anger issues. He does. <laughs> oh, he's welcome to come here any time, and I'll uh, talk through his anger issues with him. Honestly, <laughs> he would benefit from a bit of boxing, couldn't he? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't... I have never met a man who deserved cabbages uh, any... Anymore, but so doesn't seem the type of man to get into the ring himself. Well, you know, he grins. What was the vibe I got anyway? We've only met once. Well, you know what they say about the about the hill halflings. The he's descended from the old clans. You know, keeping the you should uh, you gotta you gotta watch the horizon. And if you can't see them, it's because they're already here behind you. Oh. Uh, Honestly, it's into decent time. Corzin snorts slightly. <laughs> he's a very, uh, can be a very showy sort. If he's, if, he's, if he's making you keep your eyes on him, well, mm. you'd need, he grins, eyes in the back of your head, wouldn't you? Well, I ain't got that covered. Yeah, that's uh, that's sort of a uh, an area in which I uh, thankfully have uh, have a bit of an advantage. But yes, um, very nice tattoos, very nice. Thank you. Um, we were just being thorough, as I'm sure you can understand. You know, uh, as part of our. Um, professional obligations here we have to um 
speak to a number of different people. Yeah, at least attempt connection with as many people as possible. Well, of course, of course. I... Now listen. I am perfectly reasonable here. I'm not the one who started assassinating council members. I can, yeah. I can be reasonable about these things. What did you offer? So what did you, uh, what did you offer Copper Kettle and what did he raise the stakes to? <laughs> oh, he wants to run things. But yeah, that kind of feels like, like letting a bull loose in a china shop. Um, mm. only messier. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about alliances and he doesn't seem to know what the word means, so... <sighs> People, like, um... They got no... Refinement, no subtlety. It's always, uh, Oh, you gotta be the bigger... You know, you gotta be the bigger threat. You gotta keep, uh... <laughs> Also, you know, keep flashing around. To me, it doesn't speak of a lot of confidence. Well, we made it pretty clear that eventually we'll be leaving. Mm. We we don't intend to stay here. We intend to help make the connections and then leave you all on your merry way to live your lives. <laughs> you know. Once um, the uh, kings take their cut. Of course. Oh yeah, but, but we're we're envoys. We're not. Of course, right. you're just the messengers. Yes, basically. Messengers with the uh, magic uh, rainbow light thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You can cause that if you like. Um, it's a good message. We yeah, it get doesn't people's seem attention. confidence to me to be so afraid of starting on equal footing with somebody that you won't do it. You made it pretty clear that he could do whatever the hell we like once we left. But, I'm very yeah. inclined to agree. And those are terms that are amenable to me. If we could now, uh, we've been uh, locked in a little bit of a bit of a stalemate mm-hmm. of recent, and Copper Kettle has been a thorn in thorn in my side. It's the problem with little 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 thorns. It can be so hard to find and uh, pull out. So, um, especially when there's so many of them. So, I am uh, entirely at ease with uh, sharing the crowns with Ms. Ezra. Mm -hmm. She Mm -hmm. can take, she can, uh, she can take the uh, west side, I can take the east, we can work it out between us once you're on your way. That's all. What's your history with her? Yeah, actually. If that's not too personal, of course, we've only just met you. Well, truth be told, we haven't, uh, we haven't seen eye to eye. She's been a competitor in the past, and uh, we've had our occasional scuffles, but uh, she's not been my main focus. See, until you came around and shifted the balance... Well, she wasn't uh, worth taking seriously. Hmm. But I can see, with the assets that the kings are offering, and those connections, that we could be looking at the bigger picture. Expand. Also, in times like these, 
power shifts quickly, as I'm sure you can appreciate. Mm. Indeed. There's an election coming up, you know. And... Yes, we've heard. I don't want to... I don't want to be running that election with worrying about uh, little sexes in people's backs. I'll try not to take that personally. So, here's my offer. I'm happy to take this alliance, equal uh, equal halves sharing with uh, with the Azrakal. But once this is announced, Copper Kettle is going to want to try and fight back, try and Hope break this up before it comes together. So, got to take out the Copper Kettle. Mm. And uh, just like there's one or two too many like gangs tenets. right now. Exactly. Clean like, there's the too many to be happy. Clean the leadership of the uh, the halflings out. The rest of them will fall into line. Hmm? Take out Copper Kettle, uh, his uh, his snipers, his lieutenants, those little sappers they got. And we're golden. Me and my boys can uh, take care of the details from there. Hmm. You make a compelling offer. I pride myself on being reasonable. Take some time to think it over. I'm sure you'll have an answer by Sunday. I have an, oh, a semi-unrelated question. What's your stake in the revolution? Which side do you fall on? Why ask for on the side of of Nomark? Now, whether that ends up being a free Nomark or a Syrian Nomark, eh, shrugs. You're on your own side? Which is valid, by the way. Whichever side's best for business. Whoever comes out on top. Hmm. But I understand that you need... uh, you, we all need to be doing our bit to support the war effort. So, as a sweetener to this deal, if uh, we take care of the copper cattle problem, well, I'm not going to need to be looking to defend my uh, my borders internally so much. Which means my boys are going to be free to help out with the big fight and... Little buddies tell me that uh, Command is worried about that coming real soon. Very soon. Well, then we better clear... This would be a better be a problem to clear out sooner rather than later. Hmm. Oh, you've given us some good things to think on. Of course, I am what, a... I'm a very reasonable... Um, I like to think of myself 30... as a very reasonable... The third, oh, I've forgotten again. This is where you've got to So, what about Thank it? you. Um, just what's your stance on the, what's your position? Do you have, we're, like, we're going to have a little chat with everyone, I'm sure you are. Yeah, we've got an appointment with them later. Honestly, uh. I wanted to get the full picture, you know? Well, if this goes ahead, there's going to be three gangs in Node in uh, Newmark. No offense to the uh, Sunset Girls, but they ain't in the big leagues in the same way. They're also not particularly bothered to be. Fair enough. Uh, two of us are going to be together, uh, allied. He's kind of shrugs. 
Uh, sad to say, but business being business, uh, the goblins are going to either have to uh, get with the program or... Or what? Or there's going to have to be a change in leadership. I mean, this is what you're bringing. The kings will... The kings want everybody on board. Mm. Yeah. So, we're going to have everybody on board. But you're, there's Good not way. like some rivalry and hatred that we really should know about that's going to come to head, head no, really No, they're just quickly. fucking goblins. Why, did, why would I care about it? Wow. Mm. <laughs> Oof. Well, that tells us a lot. Thank you. So... Like I said, take a little bit of time to think about it. I think you'll find I can be a very reasonable orc and uh, maybe get back to me by sundown, yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, hope you've enjoyed uh, the your drinks. Ah, second sandwich has arrived. Uh, yes. The, uh, the, uh, the kid will have that one to take away, all right? Uh, uh, all right, sir? Good, good, good. Oh, Axe thanks for your time. you the... Uh, Hands you the, uh, the, the 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 extra special pastrami sandwich, pastrami <laughs> <laughs> and all the trimmings, and uh, the front door, the double front doors. Uh, you can see that Elephant Gun uh, pulls open the double front doors leading out onto the street. Through the message stones, okay. anyone freaked out by how easy that was? Uh, hi Tim. He um... seemed entirely too nice. I made him easy solution, but I'm I worried him. about it. Mm. He's everyone else is insignificant. Yeah. Which... Well, he either thinks that um, uh, we're genuinely his best bet, or he has a play we're not sure about. Or he's just so confident that down the line he can take power because no one else can match him in his eyes. That's. Mm. I don't know if that confidence is is that well placed or not, but. Either way, it's a little bit scary. Well, in terms of actual um, person power, I I think he, he might have a point, but it's a case of whether or not he's um, he's as good as his word in terms of um, respecting the other uh, gang members, provided they're um, working for the kings, ultimately. Also, um... I hate this, but it's a thing that we do have to think about. He's a fucking asset in the revolution. Oh yeah, no, it totally is. But whichever, uh, whichever way you um, you wrap it up, he he could make a real difference. Did you see those weapons? Well, <laughs> an orc walking past, just like for colours and hurries on. <laughs> Did she just fart on air? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> A first in Thoughts and Fables that you've heard. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) 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 You just farted on air and gave it to a random NPC. That's the best (laughs) DMing. But, um, yeah, in. The thing is, there is an element of thinking about the future that we have to do as well. She rolls her eyes at herself. And it might be that we need to let something slightly weird go to get the city through the fucking revolution. Because if it gets taken, everything is fucked. And if he can sway that balance, we can hate him all we like, we've still got to take it, you know? I mean, we've got to talk to the goblins first, but 
we've, we've got to give his offer some serious consideration just for that alone. Yeah, yep. I think a big thing we can bring to all of the uh, potential gang leaders here is that um, whatever way um, the wind ends up blowing, if they're on the side of the revolution, they'll have a much um, bigger influence in the long-term future of Newmark. I mean, than this they will one's the politician, eh? This is what he wants. He wants to run the government. And yeah. he'll win the election. He won the last one. Not personally, but you know. His person won the last one, yeah. yes. Which is a much safer place to be. Scary. I'm not a fan. I know he's an arsehole, but he also. They're all arseholes. That one that wasn't an arsehole. <laughs> they well, they might be our crime the... friends. They are crime friends and they're dicks. <laughs> it's all dicks and arseholes so, here. Suddenly I like Azra. <laughs> Suddenly Azra is my favourite, and I fucking hate her. Well, no, Sunset Girls. But also, Actually, no, I like them best. Mm. But they're not on the same sort of level. They're not looking to be. They've got their own no. thing. They do it very yeah. well. They're also the only ones that aren't just, like, casually intolerant. <laughs> You're basically, it's basically the difference between, like, Jesse James and Al Capone. Yeah. Like, they're both yeah. very yeah. famous and significant, but one of them's operating on a different scale. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, post-revolution, then, which do we th uh, think is likely to uh, cause the least amount of trouble? Or is going to be kept in check at least by the others? Literally whoever is in charge is a fucking nightmare so far. Yeah, so maybe the goblins. Who knows? We haven't spoken to them yet. Yeah, yep, we haven't spoken to them yet, so let, let's uh, go and see what, uh, Wouldn't what they have to say. Wouldn't it be lovely if they were like, amazing, let's have a tea party, and then it was sorted. That'd be really nice. And we can find out. Maybe it would have been, but we called someone in who's going to call them. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll find out whether or not you are going to have a tea party. Uh, just as you approach the as you approach the uh, the, the unlucky dragon, after these. No doubt important messages. No old mock times, no old mock times. Fort Beatrix issues final ultimatum, no old mock times. Civil unrest in Thunder's Watch, read all about it, no old mock times. Culprits of the Golden Grants and Guildenstern bank heist, still at large. Two for one offer on a tea of your choice at the Unlucky Dragon this month only. Coupons accepted. No purchase necessary. Terms and conditions apply. And welcome back. As you make your way into the stacks, you turn to the large, kind of utilitarian looking from the outside structure of the Unlucky Dragon. The streets are actually a fair bit emptier than before, with only a couple of uh, hobgoblins uh, hanging in a street corner that glance over as you approach. You do see uh, there is the same mohawked bugbear as before. <clears throat> Looks up as you enter. Mm. You are on time. Excellent. Come. She reaches and opens one door, gesturing you in. 
the three of you's five, including Jeffrey, etc., yeah. step <laughs> inside a large, essentially almost like a dining hall, as you're feeling. There is a wide open space with a high ceiling, probably about mm, between a third to half the depth of this whole building. There are long, there are hanging from the ceiling, uh, can uh, kind of lanterns which are not currently lit, and there are tall windows which are, for the most part, currently shuttered. So only a little bit of light is coming into the built into this uh, part of the building as a whole. It gives everything a bit of a almost a not quite gloomy but a dim atmospheric feeling. There are benches and trestle tables uh, out for potentially scores or even hundreds of people to eat from and you can see to one side there is like a a survey like a set of serving tables where someone could uh, provide large amounts of cheap food usually with the aid of a label. It's current. It is currently all bare, except for one portion. At the far end, there is a sort of raised-up platform, um, which kind of like you can see is like a stage where you could imagine you can imagine uh, people sitting on a high table and looking over things. There is currently a small table, not the high table there, and it is lit. Uh, by a series, uh, by a couple of quite, um, actually about four quite bright lanterns hanging from the ceiling or uh, of the positions. You can see behind it there's like a white um, cloth that just stretched taut across the whole of this area, uh, providing a backdrop. In front of that cloth at the table, there is one person. What appears to be um, an elderly goblin woman with thin white hair tied up back in a bun, faded orange skin with layers of wrinkles, pair of like bright a pair of bright yellow eyes, and a baggy kind of navy blue, slightly faded top with wide sleeves that uh, tie off just below the elbow. Well, they don't even tie off, they just like hang just below the elbow, so her forearms are exposed. And wide-ended grey trousers that cut off below the knees. You can see that, you can just make out that she has sandals, and there is, in a little bowl nearby, a gently smoking tobacco pipe. She's not currently drawing from it, though, because in front of her, you can see there is a black and orange patterned tea set a pot a little a little kettle of steaming water and what appear to be hmm, what she no what appear to be four small teacups and plus a side bowl with some water um what was before? I'm sorry, I had to like click out on my attention. What was before the teacups? Was it uh, teapot? Water, uh, before uh, that, 
You said there was something else. Uh, there's a small pipe. bowl which she's popped a uh, smoking pipe of tobacco in. Okay. Uh, just while she's not smoking it. Yes. I thought it was a pipe, but I was like, was yes. it a pipe? I'm going insane. So thank you. you see, she looks down from the stage where she's quite essentially almost spotlit by the lights. Well, you're going to just stand there or you're going to come up and join me for tea? Don't make me come down there. She reads her over and holds up a little walking stick threateningly. Oh, you make okay, me come down there. Okay. No, 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 small child. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever quite been told that thoroughly. Coming up. <laughs> you make your way up the side, the stairs and the sides and find there is, uh, uh, and you can see that there is uh, the little table. Uh, the table is just about right for Corzin and where the seat is. Um, mm-hmm. Celestia, uh, uh, definitely Celestia and two degrees scamp are probably going to have to kneel to get down to the uh, to where the height is. So, introduce yourself. Uh, Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. Hi, I'm Scamp. Uh, Corson Horace, thank you for your hospitality. Good manners. Horace, Scamp, Elf. She gestures to herself. Elf will do. (laughs) Leon Ray. People call me Ray or Grandmother. You call me Leon Ray. Okay. Leong Ray. Leong Ray. Excellent. Nice to meet you. you. Pleased to meet you. So, you want tea? Yes, please. Uh, Please, thank you. She squints her eyes. (laughs) Okay. Who pour tea? I'll pour if uh, that's acceptable. Hmm. Cecilia is slightly glassy eyed for a moment. Yeah, Corzin is going to jump in there and take that out of your hands. Hmm. Very good manners. Well, you pour. It's good tea. Personal blend. Oh, what what kind? Hmm. It's a little different every time. Ooh. But uh, mostly, hmm, mostly Lapsang. I like Lapsang. Oh, I like Hmm. that. Good choice. She waits until you've all poured, uh, until you've tea, poured everyone's carefully. tea. Um, she, looks t- she nods to the bowl of water. For your monkey. Oh, thank you. Very kind. Jeffrey, be polite. <laughs> Just sits by the water, looking at it. Jeffrey, please be polite. <laughs> you see the, uh, the old woman just like turns out sharply to him. Stares. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey sits down, crosses his legs. I'm wow. sorry, did you just manage to shut the monkey up? Apparently she did. Little things need to know when to listen to the elders. Oh, I can't stop thinking of Dark Crystal. <laughs> She's <Yeah>. not <laughs> It's just the pattern of the speech. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly Mother Oak. <laughs> oh, this is the. This is so the incidentally, ground. reminds me a ridiculous amount of Jason's mother. Yes. <laughs> Jason's mother yeah. is a fucking treat. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit, little bit, little bit of her in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
She takes a sip uh, the cup and her little teacup and raises it. To your good health! And to yours. Uh, and yours. Cosmo raises cup. She watches, holding a cup. Oh, God. This is where we all get poisoned and die. No, he will drink. You drink, you drink. Looks at you, at you, Scamp. Yeah, I'm gonna drink it. It's, I like Lapsang. Hmm. How good. is the tea? It's good. She nods. Hmm. Poisonous. Good thing it's not poison. Take a sip for herself. That would take care of problems, yeah. well, would not? No. You put rather a damper on the <laughs> proceedings, wouldn't now, it? Then. <laughs> it really would complicate life. Yeah. Hmm. Not for us. Simplify life for us massively. Hugely. Yeah, hard to have a conversation if you're dead. Hmm. Hmm. You depends who you are having conversation with. Very true. Very true. Uh, although, as I understand it, you need um, uh, specialist expertise to have conversations with the dead most of the time. Hmm. True. True. So... You, three, four, three, you come, you tell me, where you come from? Um, like, like originally? Well, Jova, or? originally. Mm. <laughs> Jova? Mm. That is nice. What? Have you ever been? No. Mm. Never been to Jova. Tell me, what is Jova like? Oh, well, um... Not that different, really. Yes, I mean, rather varied. Uh, people are um, the same but different, I suppose. Mm. Um, people, people everywhere, but except when they are not. That's a very good way of putting it, actually. People, mm. people everywhere, but they're a drop to... Wait, no. People are less in your That's face in generally. It's the main mm. difference I've noticed. Mm. Depends which pits you walk around. True. Very true. Yeah. So, your Jova, she points to Corzin with the uh, with the um, tea, the little teacup. Much same. Lots of different people, people, people everywhere. Hmm. What about you? She says, looking to Skemp. What is oh. your Jova like? Um, complicated, which <laughs> I guess makes it similar to this. Hmm. We not see many teething here. Most uh, go to a secret place, pirate place. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Maybe um, hope for better life than Jova, hmm? Uh, probably. It ain't great over there. I mean, we're trying to make things better, but it's hard work. It, it takes time. Hmm. And some people don't want to wait. Hmm. Which is fair enough. Yeah. And what about you, Elf? What, what do you mean? What was Jova like for you? New. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first sky was in Jova. What was that like? Big. 
what was Jova like to live in? I liked Jova. Lots of interesting folk, interesting places. Hmm. And much same for you then. Hmm? People are people, except when not. People are people, yes. Hmm. I never been to Jova, but long ago, long ago, I grew up in Haltanos, huh. on border of Song, from little place, um, like, like, uh, I. Only, hmm? not you. Maybe you go visit Ongwe someday. You go to Haldanos. I would like to. Can't. Does not exist. Hmm. Oh. What happened to it? Song happened. Hmm. People are people. People get. Uh, people expand. Kingdoms expand. Very, oh, I see. very, very costly war. Need good source right. of funds. You know who rich, who always looking for new merchandise. Yeah. She gives Celestia a dead stare. Grins yeah. at teeth are sharp. Other hobgoblins. That too. And behind them is the money. And sometimes, elf. Always in distance. Rarely get hands dirty. Have goblins for that. Have hobgoblins for that. Bankroll song. Long, long, long ago. Hmm, 70 more long journeys I live I get free people people except when they not so elf are we people yes were we always? Yes. <laughs> Pretty words. Maybe action, line up, maybe not. Good thing tea not poisoned. <laughs> maybe if action not line up, she looks down at the tea. Wouldn't blame you. Smart elf. Words aren't enough. Hm. She nods, takes a sip. Action matter. Will you pour tea? Yes. Thank you. Forgive manners, please. Thank you. I pour the tea. So, 
You can speak to Zen Chang. Thirty cutthroats. I see you are fisher. Mm, not fisher king. Work for not quite. Associated with mm. go between. Little things like that. You like Lapsang, hmm? Yes. Uh, yes. Young mm. Ray, just meddling old woman, but pay attention to tea. Where tea and up. Lots of mm, Lapsang in uh, Thunder's Watch right now. Yes, a good, so we've heard. good place mm. for it at the moment. Mm. What's in the river? <laughs> West of good tea. Good, good, good. <laughs> hmm. Orcs. Song hot goblins. People, people. All same. You have girl on ship. Song girl. We have a, a, a number of people from uh, Aldanus on our ship. Human girl. Recent. Uh, oh, Saran? Fancy. Hmm. She seems nice. You tell her I see her. I may be cutthroat for what her people do to mine, yeah? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll let her know. Pass that we'll be on. sure to mention it. Small, small one. Spider-like. Dangerous little human girl, not human girl. What about her? Mm, have seen like before. Smart thing oh, really? to do is make tea. Good thing we not always choose smart choice. <laughs> Watch. Hmm? Yeah. Watch. And if wrong, tea. Live long time. Cause much heartache. Hmm. Met all the ones before then. Hmm. Only a few exist. Yeah. So we've been given to understand? I remember. I remember stories from when I had little girl. Long ago. In place that no longer exists. If you are Ever in Hongwao. Watch out for spider. Similar, not same. Similar. Do not know what. Long. Old. You heard about that from somebody else. Hmm. Long time. Many webs all over. Keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. So. Not fishes, but 
that's working for fishes through tea. What would you bring to Zhengzhou? A modest proposal. Hmm. Partly depends on what they want. Yeah. <laughs> Very much, yes. Hmm. But depending on what it is they want, we might be able to uh, do a favour for them if they were willing to do a favour for us. Mm. What you want, what you offer. What, how is, uh, how do things end up ideal for you? Hmm? Hmm. There isn't a big old gang fight tonight, but I don't think that's an option, really. <laughs> That would be pretty ideal. I mean, if we're talking ideal, that would be absolutely ideal. However... You are um, taking kettle off stove when already boiling. Hmm. Yeah, it's a bit Hmm. late, isn't it? Um, Yeah. I suppose what we want is it resolved with as little bloodshed as possible. That would, again, be pretty ideal. The question. All of you are pretty truthful about your intention right now, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. I haven't lied uh, no, What's I'm in the tea? <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want us to let you know if we're lying? Let me know if you're if you're actively lying at any point, please. Haven't okay. yet. <laughs> I'm super careful about my lies. Mm, I know yeah. you are. <laughs> Except when I'm not. Hmm. I mean, would would you like full transparency? Hmm. Not a fan of the bowstrings or the five friars, if I'm honest. <laughs> you, elf, Celestia, smart. So, where from then? They have uh, big stick already, already in charge. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it has to stay that way. I'm kind of hoping no, to. It necessarily will. Like, ideally, we'd like to put a couple of gangs on a more equal footing, and then leave you to it. And yeah. personally, I hope the bowstrings and the firefighters all just fall apart, and the rest of you get rid of them and sort things out between yourselves. But I mean, that's a perfect world. Yeah, and the world ain't perfect. Might have to go for something in between. I see a a plan. I have a question for you. Okay. You go speak... You have uh, been speak with Copperketum. You have been speak with uh, Jax. Mm -hmm. Have either of them told you how arrogant the three of you are? You walk into our town. You throw around your weight... You say this is how things will be. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Mm. What you think, boss? And there is a as the white sheet lifts up, a flood of lights come down, and you can see the back end of this um, hallway is 
a theatre. There are rows of tiered seats filled with various goblins and hobgoblins leaning forward, peering at the scene through the through the white gauze, which you couldn't see through because of the light, including up in a sort of raised royal box, a hobgoblin man, slender, bald, yellow-orange skin, amber eyes, and a tight waistcoat and shirt. His eyes flicker between the three of you. I think you are right about arrogance. Have they spoken truth? Hmm, they have. We have been watching. <laughs> Allow me to introduce my boss, my good old friend, Chen <laughs> Chao. Master Chen. Allow me to introduce <laughs> Celestia Stardust. Cousin Horace, Scamp, Rainbow Spirit, Octopus. She gestures almost no one else seems to be able to see, but she, for the first time, acknowledges the two spirits. And you see, filtering into existence from where it was just invisible, a chameleon on her shoulder. You know the rainbow spirit says hello and doesn't care how impolite it is. Right? Oh yeah, the, the, the chameleon just starts turning rainbow oh. colours but like... Come back, get, get back over here. I will take your word about the last two. Also, monkey. Always a pleasure to meet another person who's sighted uh, in that way. <laughs> you are very loud. Both of you. You, points to Scamp, strange. I get that a lot. People like me, we learn to hide. You hear the call from above. Your offer. Leave but a pair of gangs in charge to sort it out. Bold, but presumptuous. This would not change things for us. A little, somewhat, but I think of myself as father to all goblins in Newmark. Our lot, hard to say if improved. I do not think that Fisher Kings would consider us a strong partner when they could side with one of the others. But I may be wrong. Could be good ally. But we have been burned before. So, I'll make you a counter-offer. 
You need soldiers. Fight is coming up with Osiria Redcoats. <laughs> Does it matter, do you think, to us with what color coat the orc wears or the halfling? But I can gather for you a band of capable fighters for pay. Hard coin. And you will get your people. How much? Three months wages for each member. All together, sorry, so you need to double check the precise numbers on this one. Yes. Uh, all together, 3,000 gold crowns. Would that be comparable to what a an equivalent number of professional soldiers would cost? Oh, um, on a longer contract, potentially. Roll a, roll a history check. Okay. Natural one, but lucky. <laughs> okay, that's a 19. You don't know what the general terms are. You've only your own experience. Um, you feel like he's probably... You don't know if he's shafting you on the price or not. It sounds like it's pricey, but uh, probably because he knows you're tight on people. Mm-hmm. He's... He's not. It's. It doesn't sound utterly outrageous, but he is leveraging uh, his position. Yeah. Um. Out of character for a moment, because I think I would know this in character, yeah. but I totally don't. Out of character. It's more a question for Sam. How much gold have we got yeah. currently? <laughs> oh right. Um. In our I feel own personal, like it's like sixteen uh, grand, conference. and we need twelve for a ship. Yeah. One second. I can tell you. So um, we could do this in my head, and it might be worth it, but. Yeah. Well, we have um, uh, four thousand gold uh, that we've just got from the uh, uh, the situation at the institute. We have banked uh, eleven thousand six hundred and twenty. We could totally do this on a ship. Yeah. Because yeah, we need twelve for a ship, don't we? Uh, yes. Of course. I believe that is... We haven't said no, 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 any no. of this you haven't said this out, yeah. but he does continue. Yeah, no, this is all stuff that we would know just Yeah, you just character. have a moment where you I'm just making sure I can think about it in character properly, yeah. And, of yeah. course, there are other options. Mm-hmm. Let us not forget the thousand crown bounty on you right now. He makes it causing. Leon Ray coughs. That is most inhospitable. To be honest, I wasn't quite so sure whether or not I should be uh, flattered or insulted. The uh, and you hear a door slam open, and looking back behind you, you oh, see, now yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you see a uh, young uh, hobgoblin woman, tall, long black hair and a low ponytail, yellow orange skin, amber eyes wearing horn-rimmed glasses, a waistcoat and a shirt, and a distinct familial resemblance to Sen Chang, saying, 
is saying, I'll say it's, uh, it is uh, unhospitable. Father, how dare you? We see you are showing, uh, you are showing disrespect in front of these guests. I am showing disrespect. Don't bring up the fact that, that those bounty hunters approached you about their bounty in front of them. You have invited them in to be your guests. I will not hear a lecture from you. Uh, at which point you see Leon Ray. I think maybe this is a good time for a sip of tea. No, 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 no. Listen, I have a prior arrangement with these three. They have my card and everything. And you actually you realize this is the same I woman. that was who it was. Yep, this uh. is the same woman who sent you the card to meet you at... Um, uh, at Sue Snyden Sneer, uh, from Sue Snyden Sneer, the lawyers, mm. um, uh, mm-hmm. who wanted to make a, a, an introduction to you. And she does kind of look like a clerk as well. Like, <clears throat> I am in the middle of. Oh, I'm sorry, were you, did you have any more to add? <laughs> Consider my offer when my wayward daughter is done with you. We can speak in a less formal setting. To reiterate, your offer is 3,000 for some soldiers. Hmm. Did you want to be involved in anything else or not? If you can win out, by all means, we will consider membership, but I have my doubts. Well, something for you to consider. If we do win out, we have the ability, and through us, you have the ability to reshape how things work in this city quite significantly. Mm. He scratches his Under chin. the Orsirians, probably not so much. I will think. That's what we'll Okay, um, and if we do have some sort of arrangement, will you not get too involved in the fight? Like the inevitable street fight tonight, or at least, you know, be on our side a little bit. Yeah, that would really help, actually. If you pay our fee, we will join you in the fight. Otherwise, Lovely. it is your fight. That's clear and fair. Okay, lovely. Uh, please, I'm really, I am really sorry about this. Uh, he always does this. Uh, could you, um, please, I have a tea room booked if. Please, please come with me. Please come with me. Okay. Oh, okay. Yona, don't forget to bow. Uh, uh, She calls and does. You see that um, Huisen... He's been around enough people from Hongguo, I think he'd have got it right now. Uh, Huisen gives a very short and stiff uh, uh, slight bow uh, to father. Scamps, uh, sorry, not Scamp, Jeffrey stands up, does a quick bow, bow. and scampers off. Totally bow. <laughs> and she like pulls you out and you watch as the like essentially the the court of the thirty cutthroats watch as you leave as they begin chattering among themselves. Uh Leon Ray up with this uh, Thank you the... for the tea, meaningful look. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't cause too much trouble. <laughs> you always cause trouble. Never known. <laughs> At the moment you're outside the uh, the mohawk uh, bugbear closes the door behind you. <sighs> Thank you, Lee. 
go have some tea. Well, we kept yeah, them talking. Thank you. I am so sorry. Let's just, please, just this way. I've got a reservation at Madame Woe's. We, oh, oh, by the thousand. He is always like this. He, he does the theater thing and, and, oh, oh, well, God. So he had the old cool. crone and. Oh, it was a oh, hell of a thing. I love it. Yeah. Did she make you pour tea? a flair for the dramatic, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she did. That, oh, that is such a power play. She always does that. Sorry. Oh, she just clenches her fist, and you see, she leads you back to the tea house that you actually went to before. Um, and this time, kind of with a bit of a storm to her step, directs you to a private tea room where some tea and small paste and like basically wontons <laughs> uh, and little like oh, nice. things have been laid out, little bits of dim sum. She just takes a seat, runs her hands through her hair. Oh, my God. Sorry, where are my manners? Um, Sen Hui Sen, pleasure to meet you. Pleased to meet you properly. Yes. Um, I've, you might know me by my pen name. Uh, I write under Tammy Cowper in the newspapers oh. uh, sometimes. Um, oh, she like rubs her, fo- her forehead. Listen, my father has has been a pain in the ass since the day he gave birth to me, okay? He does not speak for every damn goblin in Newmark, no matter how much he paints himself as doing so, okay? I got that impression. There's a lot of people who say they speak for all of the halflings, all of the orcs. Yeah. Yeah, pretty presumptuous thing to say, really. I mean, we're pretty arrogant. He was right on that. Oh, Um, yeah, I I had no retort to that one. But, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. It, Seems to be a it's... lot of it going around. Honestly, anyone who uh, says I, I speak for all of these kinds of people is a bit... Suspect, at the very least. It's kind of a lot. Seems unlikely. My dad is just an ass when it comes down to it. Sorry, I don't... We... There's some bad blood within, within us, between us. I didn't follow in the family business. <laughs> Parents, am I right? <sighs> exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, Are you okay? Sorry, I was hoping to have a word with the three of you before the whole circus thing happened. And oh. uh, where do I begin? Um, at the beginning. I understand. You begin at the beginning. It's like, this is an acceptable. And then go on until you get to the, the end. end with ABC. Oh. Every serious conversation this happens. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, so first of all, hi. I um. Right. Where to begin with? So as I said, Sen Hui Sen, call me Hui Sen, uh, or Hui. It's shorter. Um, don't call me Pan- Tammy. That's a pen name, but. You can't write with a goblin name and show up in a newspaper around these parts. Oh, dear. Uh, It's, I mean, it's effective life, unfortunately. But it is what it is. (sighs) Okay. I am, I'm very interested to speak with you. I heard of you uh, through some people I know. Uh, 
so professionally, uh, I guess. Well, I'm interested to to know what you call you, what you would describe yourselves as. Um, freelance. Freelance revolutionaries. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that that lines up. I would like to call myself also a shantyman, captain, and mage. Hello, hello, hello. I'm just scamp. Yep. Crack in Spain, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard. That's right. <laughs> um, been really excited to meet you, but then I found out that you were in cahoots with the Dead Eyes, and I was a little reluctant to approach. But then the whole Heroes of the Hound thing. Um, bit of a sorry. I'm getting all fumbled over things. So I'm a lawyer, or I would be a lawyer, but you can't cast past the... Okay. I am running all over myself. Let me start again. Hi. Hello. (laughs) And by reputation, I've heard Celestia. May I call you Celestia? Of course. Uh, May I call you uh, 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 Corzin, Captain Horace? Of course. Um, And uh, may I call you Scamp, please? I mean, yeah. Call me if you like, really. I'll call you Squinky, then. (laughs) Yes, I'll be Squinky. (laughs) Oh, okay. I I didn't think you'd actually say yes to that, Squinky, but sure. Um, Clearly never met them if you didn't think they'd want to be called Squinky. I really haven't. In fact, your been interesting to me. Um, So I am... Well, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, they don't let you. You need to be sponsored to take the bar. Uh, but I am a paralegal uh, for Edmund Sneer, who is an old drunk orc who wins cases when he remembers to re- to read the briefs I prepare for him. Um, she just makes a sort of gesture, which is half "that's the way things are," and half "I'm done with this." Not, of course, that I would ever say such a thing outside of these nice private walls. Quite understand. All smiles outside. All smiles. Now, my my father believes that uh, my calling is a waste of a good education and a lot of money, <laughs> especially since our falling out. What would he have you do instead? Oh, I think he'd either have me work in the family business or use my understanding of the law to support the family business. But um, I kind of went into the law in the hopes of finding justice. Hmm. I didn't stay in the family business either, I understand. As someone who is quite intimately familiar with the law let me tell you that the law and justice are cousins but they don't always uh, meet up and shake hands <laughs> we're quite aware of yes. yeah. yeah nevertheless um, I personally try to stay within the law at least <sighs> well I've always wanted to try and stay within the law and Sometimes it's just hard, though, isn't it? Yeah, it can be. But, you know, you try. Um, But I have friends who don't so much. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Night Barges. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Fantastic. Well, uh... The escorted one. 
Yes, we did. Ah, good. Okay, well, um, in addition to uh, the... They, they smuggle all, all sorts of things, and that includes people who've managed to escape bondage, particularly in the uh, cotton states, mm-hmm. but also elsewhere. And a lot of them get funneled to here, mm-hmm. or to the other uh, immigrant cities. And we some friends, long-term colleagues, and I have tried to find safe places, always home. We used to work with with them more, I'm told, a few decades ago, before it all, before they started to fall apart. But um, we still have some contacts with the lantern of the Scarlet Winds. Ah. Oh. I think we've met the captain. Yeah. Yes. She sometimes takes people who have wound up with us and uh, if she can, takes them back back home as it were. For, you know, if they if there's still a home for them to get to. Hmm. Um Otherwise, we do what we can here, or some will go back to uh, Porto Emicidio. And again, I've not always been 100% comfortable with that, but, you know, I've kind of grown up around the like side of the law, and I understand it's necessary. It's a means to an end most of the time. Yes, the Porto Emicidio is pretty all right. But no, we're, uh, we're, we're all fans of Captain Yao, but then... I heard about your ship. Uh, it came to me through the... What did you hear? Well, it came to me through the grapevine. There is a person that... Grapevine? Uh, we... Do they grow grapes around here? Uh, <laughs> they can in a couple of places. You were, huh. If you go a little bit more uh, a little bit more to the north, you get more grapes. Hmm. Um, Thank I think they you. Grow them in, I, I think there's a couple of vineyards in Poi. But um, hmm. they need the hilly territory. The but no, um, there's a friend of a friend by the name of uh, Little Man who I understand is quite large. Oh, we've met him. Yes, he was great. Well, word came through a few different friends that uh, a new Scarlet Wind had showed up and had stolen a vessel for another one, and that suddenly the three had become five again, and that got people wondering. Maybe though, maybe there's there's life in the old story. So I heard about Captain Jorge's, and I wanted to meet him. And then the first thing that I heard about you is that you were working with the Dead Eyes, and I wasn't sure. No offense. It's okay. I understand. No, you haven't had the best time with them. Everybody... Everybody in that side of things hates everybody else. Most of us... Yeah, we noticed. So finding out. Most of us try and survive. We keep our heads down, we do our jobs, we try and get by day to day. 
And some of us are tired of that. I can understand. I don't know what it's like for... I really don't know what it's like in Dova. I've never been. Um, I don't know if you've ever lived somewhere where you have to smile all the time. Where frowning might get you out of a job or worse. It wears you down. I've been to such places. Well, we live in one. Mm. All of this, all of Sunder, is one. But it doesn't have to be. We didn't make it like this. The, uh, the Achin, they didn't have it like this. This was all built here. Like the buildings. Mm. It's got some pretty deep foundations. But unlike my dad, I like to believe that there is possible change, difficult as it can be. And the fact is, he's grown up with it. It's been his whole life. It's been all of our lives. And it's hard to imagine the difference sometimes because they don't really let you. Mm. And it's very easy to get mocked for trying to do something different. And then there's always a... <laughs> there's a tension, you know? I mean, just listen to the sound of my voice. Every day I have to wonder, am I playing their game? Am I buying into this? Or am I doing what I need to do to get through the day and find whatever tools I can use to make things better? And honestly, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe you've been through similar things, maybe you haven't. But that's I'm not here to... I don't really want to... Talking about it is all good and well, and feeling sorry is all good and well, but I I wanted to talk to you because you're people of action. I hope so. <laughs> I like to think so, yes. Very much hope so. I hope that you're people who can carry on the legacy of Captain Chen and the Scarlet Winds. And and I had my doubts seeing you with the dead eyes, but then I saw you fighting in the Hound, and there's hope, which is why I wanted to talk. I know that you need people to fight. You need people on the front lines. And yeah. my dad has made his offer. Decent offer, honestly. It's not too bad. Kind of... Um, by it, it reinforces his self-appointed position as uh, being in charge of this all. But the thing is, there's plenty of us who don't want to cross over the line, who just wanted to live, want to live an honest life as honest citizens, and it can be very hard to do so. 
and many of us want to fight. But we need we need to see some things that uh, we need something concrete to to help us get out of that particular tunnel. And I have a plan. Okay. What's your plan? I would like Go some on. help. So I heard about um, your efforts to convince the council to formally formally abolish uh, slavery here in the colony of uh, Newmark and there is a lot more that'll need to be done beyond that but it's a good start and going forward if all of this wins out this revolution we'll all be free Mm-hmm. But what there are degrees of freedom. My mm-hmm. dad would uh, suggest that we are <laughs> we will be free to um, free to slave away in the factories, free to take a fraction of the wage of a human or an orc or a halfling free to be uh, spit on and the and as someone who can tell you that law does not equal justice necessarily laws are a tool mm-hmm. and as I'm sure you know any tool can be put to good use or ill depending on the hand that wields it you, you're, I mean, you're, you're pirates. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. We can't really get preachy about laws. And the comparisons to tools is apt, though, I think. Yeah, and a lot of the laws we have, and especially the laws going forward, will be written with a mind to be useful tools for the lawmakers. There has not, to my knowledge, been a goblin lawyer in these colonies of Sunder to date, let alone a goblin lawmaker. I'm hoping, planning, to be the first. Good luck. I can't rely on luck. Which is why I have an offer to make for you. Okay, what can we give you that isn't luck? I know a lot of the same. The fact is, my father's offer of uh, so, uh, of uh, troops, the core of those are going to come. A uh, small core of those will be the thirty cutthroats. There's actually closer to sixty of them. There's a lot of people waiting to fill the slots, but then there'll be a few hundred members of the community who he believes he can rally up to fight. I can rally those same people and a few people who are similarly aligned. We can get you numbers. We won't quite have as many battle-experienced people as my father will. But people can be trained. But here and now, for in two days they can't. 
Not in two um, days, but they can be equipped. They can be armed. Many of us, especially if you, can, if you can supply weapons, we can, you know, we can all wield a musket or a yeah. rifle. I think I've been hearing. So that at least was is something. And the difference is, we won't be fighting for the thirty cutthroats or for my father. We'll be fighting for our city. But it needs to be our city. So this is where the two parts of my offer come in. The first part is the easier part, ironically, although I'm sure it'll sound more painful. I need money. Mm -hmm. I have a fraction of a paralegal salary. And uh, I cannot, I cannot go to my dad for funds for this sort of, for, for what I have in mind. I understand. Now, a thousand of that will go to paying the people that I'm asking to volunteer, which is about the same amount that would go uh, if you if my dad was doing this, I hope you realize. And two thousand... He sees it as a business opportunity. He does. And two thousand will be my campaign fund. It will pay for printing of leaflets. It will pay for protection for my for people canvassing for me. It will pay for protection for me that is not dependent on my dad or any other criminal element of the city. This, the bloodbath of the last few days is triggering a complete re-election of the city. This is my chance. This is my chance to be elected. To have, I mean, don't get me wrong, probably not going to be the governor, but there are seven council seats. We've never had a goblin councillor. I could be the first. I will be the first. But I need money, and I need it to be a free and fair election. Uh, One of the obstacles to that is having money. I can't be reliant on my dad for money, and I can't rely on the powerful families that prop up the other candidates. The other obstacle is election interference. And the friars. She knocks. Yeah. If we make a deal with one of them, is it really going to screw you up? If one of them is still around, if one of them comes out on top, if it's the friars, the council will be all orcs. If it's the, if it's the, sorry, if it's the, if it's the bowstrings, the council will be all orcs. If it's the friars, it'll be mostly halflings. If either of them is still around, I've got about a cat's chance in hell. So you would need both gone? Yeah. Mm, I don't harder. like doing things in a way that breaks the law, but... Oh, they're already doing it, though. Oh, yeah. But sometimes yeah. you need... Oh, this is the sort of thing my dad says, but you get my meaning. 
Yes, I think I do. There need, Sometimes I, laws aren't worth keeping. I don't... That's the thing. I can't take any money from my dad because otherwise he'll just start doing the same thing and he'll be replacing... And everybody will say that it, the goblins are just threatening for votes. It can't be. It has to be a free election. Okay. There has to be a goblin, at least one goblin, on the council. Or it's it's going to be everyone else writing the laws. Yeah. Yeah. Understood. Do you know of any other goblins who are interested in uh, running? Oh, I have. Um, I have six candidates. I, the uh, other candidates will will run for every seat. I just, you know. You start. It's a case of it. You need to get at least one to. Yes, I understand. Frankly, if you're on for all seven, there's a chance. There's enough goblins. Yes. In Newmark, to to win a seat, if they all turn up to the hustings to declare their votes. By the way, if I ever get seriously, if this like if this whole um if this independence thing works out, we've got to figure out some way of making votes not public because the way it currently works mess. is everyone's just got to go stand up on a step on some steps and declare who they're voting for and that you can seems see really it. bad. It's the stat it's the Orsirian standard. Well, yeah, but in the in the situation we're currently in, that's basically akin to having a big shoot me sign on. Yeah, yeah. A I mean, bit. it is in every election. It just means whoever's got the biggest guns wins. Yeah. That's kind of how it works at the moment. And I hate to ask this, but in addition to the three thousand gold crowns I'm asking you for, the, but I'm just coming to you head in hand on this. I can get you the people, then that's my bargaining chip on this, but but I'm hope but, but and it's cheap and I know it'll be cheaper to go to my dad on this as well, but That's not the way. If it helps with your other thing, I'm sure once the other gangs are taken out my dad'll probably fold in with whatever the Fisher King thing is, but I don't really care about that. That's not what I am here for. No, I understand your. Um... You have something much more important. Yes. It's not easy. Listen, my dad has talked about them before. Fantasized about you know taking them down if it if he ever had the power. So I can tell you what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that'll help because extremely taking helpful. them down is. Is where we're coming up short here. Is I the gangs, we don't have a lot of time. The, both the bowstring boys and the friar, five friars are they're kind of held together by a mixture of fear, respect, and family bonds. But they're not as together as their leaders would have you believe. I got that impression, but what are you suggesting? Each of them stays in charge because they are strong. It's the reason my dad does the whole the- literal theatre thing. It's status. I mean, it was it's pretty showing... good. It was amazing, honestly. Yeah? <laughs> but, yeah. Theatricality. It's a, it works. It, they need. As somebody who knows theatricality pretty well, he's fucking good, honestly. Yeah. 
It but, works on us, really. Well, yeah. Or it doesn't, depending on your opinion, because we don't go, oh, we're scared. We go, oh, pretty. Well, each of the leaders we spoke to had their own uh, unique way of displaying their um, their power, such as it may be. Well, so how do we take them down? What 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 would you suggest? Honestly, um, I'd love for them to all be sentenced uh, properly and then hang, but realistically, you're going to need to kill Jenks and Copper Kettle and each of their lieutenants. Hanks, uh, Jenks has a cadre of about, I think, five close lieutenants uh, who who are all part of his personal boxing ring. Uh, if you went, to, if you've seen him or seen him around, you might have seen them. Mm, They've got yeah. pretty distinctive weapons. Yeah, I think I saw a few. Yeah, uh, from not what much I under- personality other than the weapons. Like, who names themselves after a weapon? Knife does, apparently. The mm. names are Jenks trying to be funny, and the fact that they go along with it should give you an idea of his his level of respect and fear. Mm. Right. The Regardless, each one of them is in their own way, carries some weight. They could serve as a successor. If all of them are gone, or certainly enough of them, it'd throw them into chaos at a time when... It would take weeks to re to get back together, which will give an opportunity to your to the Dead Eyes, but and your Fisher Kings, but also means they aren't going to be able to interfere with the elections. Okay. Copper Kettle's family is big and not as closely knit. There, he has a bunch of cousins and so on, but ultimately, it's him. He's holding it all together. So if he goes, the rest scatter? Uh, more like fall into a bunch of internecine uh, infighting. But yeah, it's a nice pub, isn't it? Yeah. Him, uh, he has uh, three... Uh, he has five close siblings um, as well. A couple of lieutenants uh, and, three, uh, and three snipers. If all of them go out and him then everybody else is basically just, uh, well, not so much muscle as, you know, hired knives, almost. That's the backbone of the Five Friars. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, and I'm sure it's the same, like, I'm sure if you took out Azra and Adin over in the Dead Eyes, you'd have a similar problem. Hmm. Hmm. But if they all go down in quick succession before before they can come together and reunify under a new leader, that's going to give me an opening. the opening to try and win an election. Hmm, this is considerably more important than what we've been talking about. Yes. This is... This is sort of... The future of... Not just this... um, uh, This city, but so much more. Terrifyingly short time to try and off two gangs in. Do we need to get them both off? Like, 
Well, they seem to be um, uh, perfectly uh, uh, willing to uh, to fight each other. Is there a situation where we can um, uh, get both of them at each other's throats oh, more than they already not are? Really? I don't time. really know. Kettle doesn't do his own dirty work. We've heard from everybody. Yeah. So mm. I don't know if he'd even fight. But if we distracted some of his people to leave an opening for us, well, there's going to be a big yeah. fight tonight. That's inevitable. If there's one fewer party in that fight, we've got Azra's lot on our side. We do. We've got enough to take on one of them in the the big old gang fight what's inevitably going to happen. I can't believe if we I could... would love to murder Copper Kettle. All the oh, others, to be honest, they right. would suck either. Would bring they were, great well, everyone's of joy, awful. But... Well, the thing with the uh, with Azra is they also have the repeaters, so every one of them they lose. Azra gains. Yeah. Yeah, but isn't Azra short on some repeaters at the moment? Uh, some get pinched. Word on the grapevine is that um, Jenks has those. Right. So. Well, we've got to get those back. Possible it might be worth going for Jenks first, so that Azra would have Mm. them in the fight against the. Both, yeah. not bowstrings, the other one. Friars. Friars, there we go. The f- so yeah. It's been a long day full of many words. There's so many people. Right. So yeah, many crime friends to make. Oh yeah, I I know, I deal with words literally every day. That's why I wear glasses. <laughs> if we I manage to get rid of... I deal with words. <laughs> I want glasses, I don't have any glasses. We'll get you some glasses. We'll get you some fancy smoky ones or something, it'll be fun. Ooh. But if we manage to get rid of the leadership of one group before tonight, would any of the goblins be like either the gang or just individuals be on our side in the fight tonight? If I can listen, if you can get me the money soon, Mm -hmm. I can start talking to people. I don't necessarily know that they'd be willing to launch themselves into a gang war, but they might be willing to defend things over with the Deadeyes, and that would give you an advantage if you could provoke one of them to come against you. Even back up. Oh, we're really good at provoking people. Mm. Yeah. It's sort of what we do best. Honestly, if the news got, back, got to one of the two gangs that you were siding with the other, that'd do it. I mean, that's happened. I think... Mm. Sure, I mean, they both know that we talked to the other one. Have you yep. made a firm commitment? No. No. Well, if I mean, that, we want if news to, of that comes of... in, they'll probably try... I, I, My guess would be... I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert in these things. My guess would be that they'll probably try and off Azra and Adin and so that they can focus on the other one. But we want to kill one of them before then. Yeah, I think so. I agree with you. So if we- also, if we do this, what sort of um, time scale uh, do you have before the elections? Yes, actually, that's really important to know. Uh, well, emergency elections are being called, so there's going to be a, so uh, provided we survive the next week, um, prob- those will ha- there'll be a two week period in which to conduct campaigning, and then there'll be an election. Right. You have to understand, we're having to think about things in terms of stuff that needs to be done within the next 24 hours, stuff that needs to be done within the next three oh, days. Oh, no, absolutely. Stuff that needs to Listen, be done if you can week. give me... The, if you can get me the thousand uh, gold, I can get the people to you tonight. 
right. least on a defensive capacity. They'll fight for they'll fight against the the red coats like on mm. mass uh, actively for you. But you know. if you have a speech coming up at any point, like ten minutes before, give me a shout. Okay. I can give you a little. I do She's like a good. like a rainbow flash. I don't know how to explain because there aren't any words for it, but spirit magic makes people like, better at stuff. Like grandmother Leon. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's weird and subtle and odd, but it, it seems to help people. Great. Especially charisma. I'm probably going to go talk to people immediately after this, so when we leave, please. Yeah, of course. Remind me, I'll forget. Um, I mean, I feel like Correct me if I'm wrong, gang. Um, sorry, gang is the word of the day, apparently. Correct me if I'm wrong, gang. Uh, this just feels so much more important than anything else we have been doing. Um, I mean, it's pretty important that we don't lose this upcoming fight, but... Yes. Yeah, we do too. need to not lose sight of what we're fighting for, and this kind of feels like it might be what what a lot of this fight is about. I mean, what what is the fucking point of a revolution? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know? Look, in so... Change is the point of a revolution. <laughs> yes, and I would like to uh, think that if we're... Uh, if Well, as and when we leave this place, we're leaving it better for us having been here. That'd be nice. But... What's Frankly, our next step? Like think... At the very least, I'll settle for not worse. <laughs> I'd like to think that we're giving people like... a start, <laughs> and then yes. they can carry on and do. Don't get me wrong. Way more we... exciting things than we could have ever thought of. We have a, we have plans. We just we have I have a whole roadmap of if we can get started. I just need help starting. You need a little boost up the first step, and then yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Right. Well, we can do right, that. Well, we can, yes. Probably. Um, I mean, it involves killing a gang. First, then? So, plan is, kill a gang, then tonight, other gang, which we haven't made a deal with, will go, oh no, this gang's been killed off, and they're still partnering with them, not offering us a deal. We're threatened, we better attack. <sighs> Set a gang to kill a gang? <laughs> Between the two... She thinks for a moment. Jenks doesn't show it. But from what I understand, he has the worst temper. Really? He's more likely to be provoked to... It's part of that whole orc machismo, like orc culture machismo thing. You know, it's like um, going out, mm, at, like going out and fighting... Uh, your problems. Mm. He's more likely to come to you if thing if he smells a rat. All Copper right. kettle is more likely to but to hunker down. Yeah, he's got his pub and he feels safe there. Yeah. Honestly, I did quite fancy burning the pub down even before this conversation. We've really got into a habit of burning things down. We need to maybe rethink this at some point, but of right course. now it's a good instinct. I mean, apparently I can burn things down with more ease now. I look at my waistcoat. Mm. Ooh, it's a very nice lining. Thank you. No, um, very, very clever gnome. Hmm. Terrifyingly good tailors. 
Yeah, if ever you need a a new snappy uh, set of clothes, he's the person. I think my dad just commissioned something from a gnome. Hmm. Probably the same one. He's really. I mean, he's taking lots of commissions at the moment. (laughs) You hear something I realise I've forgotten. (sighs) Right. There's a little knock at the door. Oh, they're just here to collect glass. uh, the uh, plates. She gestures. I don't know if you've actually had any of the dim sum during the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I've definitely forgotten about yeah. it. Of course, yeah. 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 Uh, and a waiter comes in to clear the things, and you hear a sort of <coughs> sound, Marjorie. and something scur- scurries. Uh, you look down, and you see Marjorie's like <coughs> little uh, prairie dog mural form is like peering over something, and something scurries along the floor and up the table, and you can't. Uh, <laughs> and you see um, uh, Hui Sin kind of looks down and goes, "Oh, oh, she." Uh, and you can see that something scurries up the table leg. It's it's a little furry creature. It kind of it kind of almost makes you think of an elongated hedgehog, like full of oh. like, but it's less like spines and more like lots of bristly fur. Um, it has a kind of it's curious. It's got almost like a sheen to the fur, like a mm. glassy crystalline sheen. And you can see that there's streaks down the back of black, silver, and gold-looking fur. Little thing scrabbles up and then starts nibbling at the uh, at the metal chopsticks, actually. And the and the waiter's like, "Don't say it! Come, come on, come here, come here!" Excuse me. What, you... is, what is this creature? I've never seen one before. <laughs> Who is uh, this little friend? We sin uh, smiles and like, okay, uh, get, just hand your chopsticks to the waiter. Uh, uh, it's fine. Do I, do you do any of you have like a couple of copper pieces? Yes. Um, yeah. Pop them on the table. The little furry creature like goes immediately scrambles over to and starts nibbling on the copper uh, piece. Oh hi. Oh sorry. This is um, <laughs> this is Madame Wu's. Um, Ah, we don't. You, uh, it's actually per, uh, apparently it's all the way from, uh, from, uh, <laughs> oh, all the way from Haldanus. I think actually from the uh, from Song, if I remember correctly. Uh, uh, this is okay. Bashi, Bashi, say hi, say hi. The little creature like looks up and wiggles its nose. Hello. You. Okay, you can probably you can probably feed her a copper. <gasps> Give it to Scout because I know they want to. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yeah, like not in not just metal, but a lot of it. Um, metal, certain types of rocks. Ooh. Um, yeah, no, these used to be much more common. They're they're kind of uh, there's not a lot of them left these days. I think. Uh, I think uh, Madame Wu had one, uh, managed to get one on a trading ship at one point. Um, 
they ah grandmother leon tells stories about these when they were more common you um they they uh they they train them to sniff out uh, gemstones and oh. other types of minerals that's clever yeah they um i think they i forget why they uh, what what exactly it was apparently they're really not common back uh i say back home i've never i was born and raised here but hmm. <laughs> you know back in the in the old country um hmm. i think they were they're being hunted by something i don't know but the uh, but there's not a lot of them left now except as pets uh, but no, they are. Uh, they'll sniff out gemstones, precious metals. Ooh. Look at this one. Someone's been feeding you. Strokes one of the gold sort of spines, and it's weird. Like so, so you just as a you, you can stroke her. It's okay. <gasps> okay. Yes. It's like stroking fiberglass. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. It's like fiberglass and like a little bit wiry, more wiry near where the black gold and silver streaks are. Very interesting. Maybe I hate animals less now I have a cat. That's interesting. Oh, hi. Ah! It looks up and rolls into a little ball. Ah! And then uncoils. Reminds me of a story Nora used to tell about like a guy who trained magpies to find shiny things. Mm. Makes good noises. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you see, it's actually done, done a decent job of with yeah, what appears to be Jason like and make sounds for crystal. the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Interesting. They, they appear to be teeth. Like you can see little teeth, but they seem to like almost be like lined in like glass or crystal, like a little uh, little crystalline casing oh, around. Or little crystal teeth. But finishes gnawing through uh, through the uh, the copper petty, and then just like takes out, licks out a tongue and swallows the rest of it. And then oh. rolls off the table and scurries away. Now, is this little friend magical? Um, I mean, presumably to some degree, but like... like could I make a Marjorie, do you think? You want to take ten minutes if it'll let you. <laughs> this is Marjorie. Sometimes Marjorie is a bird. <laughs> Meryl Marjorie looks up. Oh! Oh, I think I've heard about this. I mean, you're welcome to try and tempt it back. Um, you might find yourself going through a few coins if you want to keep it in place and for. I think we could spare some coppers, I think. Worth it. Yes. Um, All right, get a few silver out. That that should uh, hopefully keep it busy. They <laughs> have a taste for um, uh, other types of metal as well, and um, calls and puts uh, some shot on the table. Um, it varies. Like, I mean, mind you, she was she was nibbling at the at the uh, at the chopsticks. So, you do see the Baji comes back. Hello. Would starts, you like, like to see Marjorie? Licking at the at, at, just like almost like a salt rock, licking at the lead shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a couple of silver down as well. Over the course of ten minutes of, uh, actually, you know what? I need an animal handling check from someone to keep this, uh, to try and keep this little. Uh, Who's doing it? You can place. have inspiration. Uh, I will attempt. Yeah, it. I'm doing the magic. <laughs> so. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to use the inspiration. It's D10, right? Right. Oh, excellent. Uh, then that is a 23. Okay. It takes a little bit of coaxing, and uh, she tries to leave the circle a couple of times, you, but you manage to pull come it back. On, come on now. Uh, you you yeah. do end up going through uh, about seven silver pieces. That's fair. Um, Worth uh, it. Trying to keep her focused. But... Where you manage to complete the ritual, and with a sort of of light, uh, you see a pattern imprint itself into the red and white rubber ball <laughs> that you uh, hold in place. <laughs> okay, you now have a Baoshi uh, available as a uh, <laughs> as a Marjorie form. Uh, it kind of, you can basically use the stats for like a small, uh, kind of like any medium-sized rodent, but it has the ability, extraordinary ability to sniff out metal deposits. Okay. Cute. Badger will and work, won't it? Yeah, Badger will work Yeah, fine. I think Badger, badger will work probably fine the closest one. Seeing that there's no more little treats to have, or perhaps just fill up, but the Baoshu gives another little lick of uh, uh, of the lead shot and then scrambles down and skitters away. Goodbye. Calls and will retrieve any that aren't eating. Most of them aren't, although one of them appears to have been half licked away, which is a little surprising. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's made out of lead. That's Oh, yeah. You're not, what is it you're not sure made what's on that tongue, but you realise that you probably don't want to get licked in the face by this thing. Yeah, um, just he, he'll hold up the half shot. Like, uh, just, um, just bear in mind if it gets overly friendly. <laughs> oh, Marjorie's Marjorie never up. friendly. Like a little, little gleam in her, in her furry <laughs> dog eyes. <laughs> oh dear, Jeffrey's gonna lose all his fur, isn't he? Yep. <laughs> oh no. Oh, we have a monkey with a knife and now your familiar can be a thing that eats metal. Disaster. Disaster is imminent. Mm. Mm, I look forward to that carnage immensely. I think we've... I think we've spent enough, as much time as we can here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we need to get you some money. Where, where's do. our money? Wallen? <laughs> Uh, well, the the money is safely uh, out of character. I believe the money is secured on the yes, ship. Yes, yeah, the, the money that is not yeah. in the bank. The money that is not in the, the bank is currently yes, secured on yes, the ship. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. Uh, the money is uh, secured but um, available. We'll uh, go and retrieve it. I have... Um, okay, I have friends here. If you can please bring it back two here, Madame Wu will ensure that it's uh, securely stored away somewhere that uh, she and I know we can get to. Excellent. And I'm going to go start talking to people. You said you could do like yes. a little blessing? Or... Yes, I can. Um, um. I just like hesitantly pop a hand on her shoulder and just give it a little squeeze and there's mm-hmm. um, a flash of rainbow from sort of the eye contact. <sighs> We've got ten minutes to use it. Seems to wear off after that. And don't get me wrong, if you completely tank, it's going to do absolutely nothing for you, but it'll give you a little boost. 
Ah, little boost is appreciated. It's all right, I'm good at public speaking. I better be. Gonna have a lot of it to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good luck. And to yeah, you. Best of luck. We'll be back. She nods and just immediately strides off and out. With a little bit more straightness to her back. The Rainbow Spirit um, inspiration seems to be helping. Mm. The uh, <laughs> A small doggy bag is prepared for uh, for any leftover dim sum that Celestia didn't eat. Because, you know, you pay for it. So <laughs> yeah, you we'll, take a, we'll you take a little, little bag you can take with you. Mm. So she's the sort that like forgets about food under pressure. Yeah. Not that I'm being autobiographical or anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she's the same type as I am. Just, just pick it, so, pick it some food on your way out. Yeah. Oh, in like an hour, she'll be like, "Oh, I'm starving," and she'll eat all of it. But like, yeah. in the stressful situation, no food is happening. No food's happening. <laughs> well, I don't know about the two of you, but this certainly seems like the best, least worst uh, option. I just can't think of another one we can take. Yeah, it's going to be a bugger having to take someone out before night, but... It's a fucker, but everything else seems pointless if we don't do this. Yeah, it really does, doesn't it? Also, more importantly, this does in fact seem doable. It does. It's hard, but doable. Right, let's uh, let's go and get the uh, the money. Okay. Mm-hmm. You head back to the ship, acquire a thousand... Uh, are you getting the full three thousand at once, or just a thousand to start with? Um... I think let's just get the 3,000. Yeah. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. You, you decamp yeah. 3,000 gold pieces. In case this all decamped. goes tits up. Yep. True. Like, wait, yep. if there's a TPK, us trying to take out the game. At least she's going to have a <laughs> campaign fight. That's the fight. thing. Like, if we die in the, like, battle for Newmark, then she still gets to do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Plus the fact, also, it, it shows that we're serious. <laughs> oh, yeah. You take them back. All right, so um, I'll reduce that to 1,000 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, indeed, you take them back, and uh, uh, Madame Wu, uh, who appears to be, uh, is actually, uh, well, is one of the, uh, you realise, isn't, isn't the manager. The manager uh, is uh, the woman you've met before, and the, uh, the, the goblin woman in the green tea plant and crane uh, dr- uh, on black uh, dress. That'd be Wu Shu. Uh, you, um, you see Madame Wu appears to be the accountant um a kind of stern looking bugbear kind of like probably like the weirdly like the sternest and most severe looking bugbear you've ever seen like a straight black dress with thin uh, mm. spectacles out around the back who's keep who's like flickering uh, flicking with an abacus and keeping uh, uh uh, and just like keeping uh, keeping track of the accounts, and when you uh, and you can see he's stroking with one hand, uh, which on palm, which is a solid, <laughs> is a very st- uh, sturdy glove. <laughs> the bow shoe looks up when you arrive. Huh. Yes. She point, taps the desk. Right, looks up at you once, continues counting, taps the desk. There, if you please. Uh huh. She flips open the little box, presumably you brought it in, skims it with yep. her eyes, takes one, bites, puts back in, closes, puts, um, uh, and then lifts up the bashu and puts it on the wooden box. God! <laughs> it's, it, it kind of does like the dog lo- tongue lol, 
but you can see the dog with the tongue is like covered in whatever acidic spit this thing has to lick through lead. <laughs> I love it, and I want one. I want to mm-hmm. draw seven, seven of them. This month's Patreon creature. Oh, oh thank you, patrons. Brilliant. I love it. <laughs> and now oh, I have a pet so one. Well, I have yes. a Marjorie one. I want to hug you. Marjorie is no one's pet. Be spiky. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, because also, you made Jason make the best sound, patrons. So. <laughs> yes, uh, Madam Wheel looks up. I will make sure this gets to where it needs to go. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. She nods and returns to Buckbear Accounting. Yes, ma'am. Leave it to it. <laughs> you make your way out, and at this point, what? Where do you want to head next? What do you want to do next? Oh, we need to kill some people at a pub. We do. Yeah. I have no idea how we go about doing that. All right. In which case, then, as you kind of step back out into the street and begin the consideration of how to plan your, at this point, assassination of own copper cattle. Yeah. So happy we get to kill him. I'm so happy. I hate him so much. Character justification for killing this man so badly, I've... and the fact that we get to kill both of them is delicious. <laughs> I know it's a, I know it's a little early, but I think that is where we will pick up. Yeah, next good stopping time. point. Let's do it. So thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening, and farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Farbles, Fairies, and Natural Twenties. These streets were laid by goblin hand. With cracked fingers at Orc's command, they wrote the law to keep us down and left us voiceless in our town. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.